You're listening to Legends Cast, a podcast about the cards, the meta, and the community of the Legends of Runeterra. This episode is sponsored by listeners like you. If you want to become a supporter of the show, head over to patreon.com slash legendscast. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Legends Cast, a podcast about the cards, the meta, and the community of the Legends of Runeterra. I am one of your co-hosts, uh, The Lift, or Mark, from outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And with me tonight, I have two incredible, unbelievable, uh, magnificent individuals. I have my usual co-host, DBN, and then we have a special guest with us tonight. We have Abel Wild from, I'm, I'm like 64% sure Texas. Am I right, Abel? It's what? Kentucky. Kentucky. Ow! Kentucky. That's basically, <laughs> to me, who knows nothing about geography, might as well be the same state. So, uh, so all you all you carpetbaggers think us Southerners sound the same. I get it all the time. Listen, I get it all the time. You're from Texas. Oh, no. West Virginia? Tennessee? It's Kentucky. <laughs> get it together. There's more, than, the there's more than one place in the South, darn it. Uh, I can already tell that this is the best episode ever recorded of Legends Cast. <laughs> it's like, it's like it better sec- be just like the seconds in it's clearly the best abel let me ask you dude how are you doing tonight man i am honestly honored and blessed to be here right now i on it you know today has been completely an utter mess like from <laughs> last night till this moment it's been an utter mess and whenever basically whenever you sent me the message you're like hey we're gonna do this tonight and i'm like Finally, my life is it's turning around. It's, it's, it's making a U-turn. Is that sad? Is, is, that, is, is, that, is that a little is bit it, depressing or is that? Uh, is it we'll, sad take that it, we'll take it as a compliment. Is that our right, podcast right. is considered a U-turn in someone's life? Absolutely not. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, yeah, that, we, we get to talk about Terra, you know? We, yeah, we, talk hope, about we hope everything that we do turns your life from, from worse to better. That's That's the... I mean, we're talking about video games, so let's face it, probably not, but we hope, we hope, right? We well, hope. can only hope. Yeah. Oh. Video games do a lot for all of us, man. That's yeah, no yeah. joke. I, I try to tell people that all the time. I'm like, man, if you if you can find a game that you can really, you know, bind your mind with and 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 really get in depth with, you can, I mean, it's 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 saved my life in many, in many ways. Finding good, you know, good friends, good games. It's 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 amazing, man. It's it's everything. I mean, for me at this point in life, <laughs> that's yeah. my. I know, there's my closing thought. There it is. I don't even have to share one later on. Isabel just. <laughs> I'm he, sorry, dude. He gave it to you already. That's fantastic. I concluded it. Uh, now knocked it out of the park. We'll see you guys. Like two minutes. We'll in. see you guys next week. Um, no, D- DBN, how are you doing tonight, man? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's been a long day. Uh, long day at work. Good one. Good day. Uh, but stayed busy from nine to five. Uh, the whole time. Uh, I took lunch at uh, two o'clock. Oh, one of those type of days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Your arm light, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And then I finished up at work and went uh, bouldering. So uh, my hands are all beat up now. My arms are really tired. Uh, and uh, oh, uh, what, what, what is bouldering? Hold on. Bouldering. It's like, it's like rock climbing, but like, uh, you don't use like a belay or anything like that. And it's only, it only goes up to like, I don't know, 15 feet or so high. 
Uh, so like there's that. gems. Yeah. Well, I just started doing it this year. Um, I'm still not very good. Uh, he's, he's real <laughs> strong. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, you live actually, in the Virginia area girls, he's real strong. He's super <laughs> strong. Farmer. Uh, there I am. Yes. Got a great uh, voice know. and he's really strong. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can tell people, uh, I'm strong in multiple accents. It uh, doesn't mean it's true, but, <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, it, it is a lot of fun though. Me and two of my best friends do it. Uh, twice a week and so we've been we've been doing that it's also really nice because i'm an ultimate frisbee guy and in the winter you just don't get to play as much sun goes down earlier you can't throw a disc in the dark or else you get hit in the face so uh (laughs) you know you just you just said something that has been on my mind for three weeks now i got a friend that just started playing uh frisbee golf uh disc Uh golf oh yeah disc golf yeah oh yeah I keep calling it Frisbee. I'm like, dude, that's Frisbee golf. <laughs> and you said Frisbee. So you're, you, you, you literally made I don't, it. I mind. actually, I unfortunately, it's golf. Golf. <laughs> it, I, I cannot condone that. No, it's, it is disc golf. Uh, ult, there's disc golf and there's ultimate Frisbee. Uh, so you, for, I'm for a ultimate disc golfer, Frisbee, for, for ultimate Frisbee, we call it Frisbee, but really it should just be called, it's just officially called ultimate. Because here's here's the quick historical background, uh, history major coming through. Uh, Frisbee is the brand, is the original brand no way. that created. Yeah, so it used to be a created. Pie. It used to be a pie, right? It used to be a pie pan called Frizz Pie or something like that. So I something like that, but basically, yeah, the company made Frisbees, which are flying disc Frisbee flying disc, right? Yeah. Uh, the the problem is uh, these days Frisbee flying discs suck. They're really not very good <laughs> compared to other brands. And so anytime you do anything with a Frisbee, like say Ultimate Frisbee, they can't actually put the word Frisbee in any level of marketing or, or anything. It has to be disc. And so you have disc golf oh. uh, for that reason. Ultimate Frisbee is the colloquialism for it. Uh, but really, you're supposed to just say Ultimate. So if you ever see any like tournament for Ultimate Frisbee, it just says Ultimate Tournament uh hey and so because they can't use the word frisbee and they don't even use frisbees anyways <laughs> they use other company discs hey guys welcome to our legends of runeterra podcast <laughs> hey we're getting well, there well listen we, we yeah. flex into other subjects uh, <laughs> if you like actually a if you a like banter. my new ultimate frisbee uh podcast all right just <laughs> talk all right we're gonna just we're starting to talk Maybe we should. Maybe we're we should, rebranding. We should call this the Three Stooges. We're rebranding. <laughs> we're rebranding. Disc talk. Legends of Stooges. That's it. That's oh that. my <laughs> gosh! What Play a start it. to Play this it. episode. <laughs> you know, listen. Wow. We've been hitting out of hitting out of the park with these intros the last couple I think weeks. Oh, so. dude, I think so. Like, I think people are either gonna love it or they're gonna be like, "Shut up!" I don't care. <laughs> they can quit listening. That's the beautiful thing about a podcast. You just you just stop and go listen to one of the other two legends of Runeterra podcast, and that only hurt my. It doesn't even end up hurting my feelings because it's not my job, so I don't care. We know this one's the best. Let's just be honest. We do. I mean, we do. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, my my week. I just got done working from six thirty in the morning until nine fifteen at night, um, and then I was like, came home. I was like. Hi, wife. And then I came downstairs. So that's <laughs> just that. hi, wife. <laughs> hey, wife. And then I get to work. I wake up tomorrow and work on some schoolwork. So um, 
I'm just I'm just excited to play Legends of Runeterra, and the other thing I'm excited about is that I don't have to play it for ten hours a day to have a killer collection. That's the other thing that I love. Oh, that's so nice. You, yeah. dude, yes. we're gonna be talking Amazing. about that. We're gonna be talking about that. So we got some stuff to talk about for Legends of Runeterra. We got a couple of items in the news. We're gonna look at the Dawn Spiders deck tonight. That's one of the things that we're gonna look at. And if we get through that, which we won't, there's no point in telling you what's coming after because that's it. <laughs> um, this is not even any, not even any point. We can't go any further than that. It's, it's just pointless. So just, you'll know we can't stay on task. Yeah, just plan on that. Like I don't want to get your hopes up and then dash them against the rocks because you were like, oh, I, I've been waiting for the last segment this whole time, and then I'm like, it, it's time to go, guys. Um, so because <laughs> I need to go to bed. Um. So let's just let's just how are you guys doing? How's Legends of Runeterra going? What are you playing? I just want to know what deck were you playing this week? Do you have a deck that you've been playing this week? Abel, what have you been messing around with, man? Uh for me, it's been mostly uh I played a I've been playing Teemo a little bit. I've been playing a more of a control Teemo deck. Um I actually I <sighs> I got all these wild cards to start with. I bought the starter pack and I spent 20 bucks on the game because I was like Dude, I played I in the early alpha and I I, I knew that I was going to like the game. So I wanted to give something to, you know, Riot Games, support the devs. You know, I like the game. But uh, Yeah, there's such I a spent... small company. They need the support. In the yeah, yeah, they don't make millions and yeah. billions. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is their first thing. game. They don't really have any other big it's games out there. It's a whole new universe. There. All of their stuff is really small. So I can't I help that. it. Uh -huh. I can't help it. I literally can't help yeah. it. If something's good, I got to give it something. Like, yeah. even, you know, you know, I got to give it something. But no, Teemo, Teemo Control... And uh, I've also, but my main deck that I've been playing, and I'm almost, I'm almost a goad. And I haven't played that much. I'm almost a goad, though. And I've been playing Elusive. Elusive exclusively. and uh, Exclusive been, Elusive. Exclusive Elusive Aggro. And uh, with a lot of recalls. A lot of recalls. And uh, it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's awesome. I actually, I had one, I had one stream that I went 23 and 3. I went 23 <laughs> and three with the deck Jesus. and that's that's how i got that's how literally how i progressed so quickly and then the next day i lost every game i mean you know you know how it goes. <laughs> wait, wait. CCG, you know. So wait. <laughs> well yeah i mean that's that goes hand in hand are you playing the frail yord buff version or are you playing the other one that's the uh, the burn version the i don't no. know what they call it the burn version i've been playing the, the four yard the buff version i've been playing the buff version i tried the other one but i didn't have all the cards yet i don't have sure. them all because i I wasted a bunch of wild cards on stuff that I didn't need. And I, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a little bit of a pickle until next week. And then I think I'll have a full collection because a full collection. Woo! Dude, no, I, I'm not kidding. Like, seriously, I I've never seen the progressiveness <laughs> of a card game, like move this fast with the cards. I mean, like it's so quickly how fast you can build your collection in this. I mean, if you spend four hours a day, you can have a collection within i think next week i'll have almost a full collection of at least two or more of everything yes which is, yeah. is mind-blowing uh, uh, unbelievable i like the first week i had like 17 champs if Be, this was like after my first chest i had like 17 champions it's like are you i i have not me? been pulling champions like i hear people get them upgraded into champions and stuff has yep. yet to happen to me but listen we talked about this last episode uh if if RNG can go against me when it comes to pack openings, it will. Um, I mentioned this last time, and it wasn't an exaggeration. I genuinely mean it when I say I would go and count 
every time I would open Hearthstone packs, I would count to see how many it would take. And it would always be between 30 39. and 40. <laughs> 39 I, every time. I, I pulled one on the 40th, which is the guaranteed <laughs> legendary pull. So this is uh, this is standard for me. And it's I Death Priest, bro. It's Death Priest following you. He's taking all your cards. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, I I have not found a card that I hate as much as Death Priest. So he's following news. you, dude. He's stealing all your legendaries. He did, I mean, he did it to me, too. <laughs> He, he starts he starts downgrading my wild cards. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, I gotta no. give I gotta give a background really quick before anybody like, what are you talking about, Death Breeze? This is the Elder Scrolls Legends we're talking about. Now we're going back to Rune Terror. I'm sorry. I uh, Bell bringing the Death Breeze out of the closet. Just, just, oh. It needs to stay there. All right, we don't talk about death. I know you're new here, Bell. We don't talk Death Breeze on legends cast or oh. or we know that we get a really long monologue from dbn that's the that's, that's the punishment yeah fire in the background just coming up and smoke alarms going off you know i've never been so passionate about something <laughs> hey I'm, I'm right there with you man i'm right there with you no so what, what decks have you been playing dbn what have you been uh... uh well it wouldn't be me if i didn't play um bad off meta stuff you know uh i haven't looked best. at I haven't yes. looked at uh, at meta. I haven't looked at deck lists. Thank you. Uh, thank you. In a thank while. you. Thank you. But this is not. <laughs> I don't want to lord my superiority off of people who did because I the first. I guess I looked at it the first day or two. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, well, I did. Too. I mean, everybody. You got to get an idea button. for what you're going to use them wild cards yeah, on. Yeah. 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 Um, but after that, I kind of just started experimenting with random stuff, and mostly it's the one that I built. Um, <clears throat> Uh, for my YouTube, which is the, what I call Bleed for Braum. We talked about it last week, but I've actually done a bunch of changes since last week's um, uh, like podcast, and I actually Episode. posted a video. So it's on my YouTube, um, and so you can actually see what my current build is, and I, I honestly am very, very happy with where it is right now. I feel like it's decently teched for most things. Elusive still gives it problems, but what doesn't? Uh, Elusive is just maybe a bad mechanic. It's 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 a little bit broken right now, and that's <laughs> I'm playing it. <laughs> it's pretty strong, yeah. dude. It's pretty strong. Yeah, it's, it's, pre pretty it's, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> hey, but uh, I do really like it, but I've also been actually winning even more with a variation of the build that Mark sent me last week uh, that we almost talked about on the, on the show and no, ran out didn't. of time. Uh, but it's basically ephemeral Ionia and uh, Shadow Isles. Uh, but it's oh, kind of this mid-range build. It's got like everything from some early game, like last gasp creatures or whatever they're called, last breath uh, with the cursed keeper. But then it also scales up and you've got like Rasa on the top end, a couple of vengeances. Uh, Hecarim, of course, and Zed are the, the two champions. But the cool thing is the death marks being able to move ephemeral from one of your guys to another guy. And so I'm running those one mana four, three ephemerals, as well as those three mana five, five lifesteal ephemerals. I love that card. I love that card. It's so I cool. I love that card. Yes, that is such a smart mechanic. I absolutely love that card. Yeah. Ephemeral is just really cool to mess around with. Yes. But I tell you, that that three mana five, five lifesteal ephemeral with death mark, uh, or the the one that removes it. So I'll just be like, okay, boom, here's my three mana five five. I carried over three spell mana, which by the way, I absolutely adore the spell mana. So the way good. that that works. Yeah. It is 
if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be as high on this game. I've kind of realized. I really wish um, there was a ring in this game where you could get a mana, an extra mana three times in a row on the beginning of your turn. <laughs> <It's> just... uh, <laughs> in, instead of spell mana. Uh, hey, that would be cool with the champion. You know, like one of the champions, that would be cool to give oh, you. Oh, that like would a, be an interesting, you know, that would mechanic. Yeah, okay, well, a one okay. card, one card that I found that I absolutely love with Ephemerio is the uh, Dawn and Dusk. That card is insane. Oh, yeah, is insane. Duplicates. Yeah, with uh, uh, Fiona, I think it's Fiona. Is, it, is that right, Fiona and Fiora? Uh, oh, the one that kills. Fio the one Fiora, that wins. yeah, that's uh -huh. it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Fiora, literally instant. Uh, I think it was turn. It was turn uh, five. I got a turn five win with her by that using that. Nuts. No, no, no. Okay, no, it wasn't turn five. Turn eight. I'm sorry. Turn eight. I actually got the recording. I have to show it to you guys. It's yes, sick. Dude, it's so cool. It. It's so cool, man. Because you create, so like they all count together. Like yeah, they all count yeah. towards the same one. Yeah, because it, it, oh. what's funny? Yeah, because they would have out like, a, say like a bunch of buffing cards. They would throw like a sparring student or, you know, uh, like a green glade duo or something like that down, and then yeah, I would, I would just you know battle all those creatures. And they would, I mean, all you have to do is kill four, you kill four, boom, it's GG. It's, <laughs> it's so it's, cool, it's great, it's great. That's Nobody steal my stuff, all right. <laughs> don't, well, now they will. Don't play that. <laughs> hey, hey, don't play it. Hey, stop. <laughs> you stop it. You take that card out of your deck right now, man. Hey. I will turn this podcast around. That belongs to a bell. You stop it. <laughs> man, there's so much claiming going on right now. It's like, uh -huh. oh, the greatest deck I've ever made. I'm like, uh -huh. I've seen that on Mobilytics like 15 times. I'm just saying. I've still a lot of ideas. So I'm just saying. Like, yeah. Cool deck. Checklist, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just the Kappa face just goes across the screen right now. Yeah. Oh, man. oh man. Well, I've been playing uh I've been playing my Hex Z deck. I've been playing the heck out of it Ooh. because it's really good against oh. elusives. Wait, wait, say that again. Hex Z and I've been playing the heck you, out of it. Is that you've been playing the heck out of it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I'm a dad, so I'm allowed to make those jokes, and you can't say anything about it. Uh, <laughs> I locked it. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, I can't, you're not allowed to say a word. I want kids. Because I'm a dad. <laughs> so, so this is kind of a control deck. I, I've been playing a lot. Got the Ruination in there. Got Rasha. Got some Grasp of the Undying, which let me tell you, when you're playing against uh, Elusives, Grasp of the Undying is the freaking bomb. Um yeah, really, really, really yeah, good against it. Just, just like, oh, you were going to deal seven damage to me with your stupid <laughs> elusive that keeps getting buffed up. I'm just going to eat it and heal for three. Um, and I'm going to do that on turn three because I passed the first two turns. You can't do anything about it. Um, so I, I've been really digging this deck. And then the last couple of days, I've been playing a lot of a Swim's Dawn Spiders deck, which also has been a great deal of fun. And let me just tell you, if a card like Dawn Speakers, this is the three mana one four that at the end of round grant other allies plus one plus one if an ally died this round. If this card, it, it's so strong, but if it existed in a world where the attacker has priority and not the defender, this card is so utterly, potentially so utterly broken. It's crazy. It's kind of like, it's kind of weird because it's so broken because you don't have to defend with it. And at the same time, if you were the aggressor and you were able to just throw one of your garbage minions into somebody and just attack something and 
always consistently buff your board, it would be so broken. I have no clue how to feel about Don Speakers, but if they nerf this card, oh, it's just so good. Don Speakers is such a good card. Um, I, I can agree with that. I, oh I've my been, gosh. I, I've been taken down so many times, but not not only swims Don Spiders, but the same, uh, the deck that you've been playing a lot of, uh, I've been taking, like, elusive... I feel like the elusive decks have have their have their spot, but when it comes to anything other than kind of like the current meta right now, you know, you're 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 pretty good. But current meta hits you, elusive's really not that great. It's truly not. But if you're somebody who's trying to think outside of the box and come up with, you know, these elaborate, you know, combo decks and uh, you know, things like that, <laughs> it's elusive just runs you over. It just yeah, runs you over. Uh -huh. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a little bit broken in 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 that way. I, I feel like, but it's fun. I like it. <laughs> I had a great time. I've been playing. I played. A, I got a seven win uh, expedition this week um, because I just drafted a crap ton of elusives. Um, that one that's it's the the what are the two mana two one that gets buffs every time you play one. I ended up with five of those in my deck. Um, oh my goodness! Oh, it was so wow. strong. It was just crazy. At the end, I attacked with one that had seven attack and one that had eight attack, and that's how I, that's how I won my seventh <laughs> run. And they had no elusive on the board, so I couldn't do anything about it. It felt like cheating. It felt a lot like cheating. It was basically cheating. Yeah. Um, but but I got seven <laughs> wins. I got seven wins, and I got enough shards to craft a a, a, a champion, and I got a champion. I got an ash, so I'll take it. You know. Ooh, that's nice. Ash yes. is a great champion. Ash is really, really good. Frostbite. The, the, the Frostbite's a great, great mechanic. I'd, I can't tell you how salty. I don't know. I'd call it salt bite. But uh, <laughs> I, I've had, I've had some, I've had some big issues with with fro with Frostbite. It's because they're all burst. It's rough. They're yeah, all you burst. You, you can't do anything you can't about it. it. You, you can't just, do anything. Yep. You yeah, that's the if they were slow, it would be different. But because they're burst and you can't cast deny, you can't react, you can't do anything about it. You're just like, uh, 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 what do I do? What do uh, I do? Uh, I guess I lose all my guys. I guess all my yeah. guys die because this game is so heavy in the trading category that if you can win one really favorable trade, like you can just win the game. You can potentially snowball from there, and so. When frostbite comes out and your opponent is just like winning all the trades, getting all the favorable trades, it's it's can be really. But challenger, let me just say this: challenger is such a smart mechanic for this game. It needed to be there. It needed to be there. It just says, "Hey, you remember how you can't run enough removal to get rid of your opponent's elusives or that thing that they refuse to block with? Here's some challenger creatures to make your creatures effectively a removal spell." Mm -hmm. Yep, love it. Yep. Love it's Challenger. Love something, it. something that I found that has been absolutely great for me, and I haven't seen hardly. I've I've literally seen nobody play this, and uh, throughout ranked <laughs> gameplay so far, I haven't seen a lot of people play a lot. A lot of Yasu. I know I've seen it, but it's it's very it's maybe one out of ten games. And something that I found with uh, with Yasu in uh, Intimidating Roar. I don't know how often you guys, I don't know if you've tried it yet. You mean out of Noxus? Uh, 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 what is it now? I'm sorry. Uh, Intimidating Roar, that's a Noxus card, right? Yeah, it's it's the stun mm -hmm. all enemies with uh, four yeah. or less power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, it, I mean, it's a slow spell. It's a slow spell, but 
that tied with Legion General, that tied with Legion General on top <laughs> of, uh, say, like Yone Wind Chaser, which it, when you play it, it stuns two enemies, or uh, Manet Swinfoot, uh, a Swiftfoot, which recalls, uh, recalls three, three right? enemies. Yes. And a great card to play on top of those, what I was talking about earlier, Dawn and Dusk. You can literally use that card so many times. You can pull back Swiftfoot and throw Dawn and Dusk on top of it. You can cast out their entire board. And if you have an elusive, a, 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 you know, a pretty buffed up elusive, you always, you're insured your last, you're, you're basically insured your last win with, uh, or, or yeah. last hit with the, with the card. It's, uh, we had, um, we had actually done some uh, testing and we got a creature up to 56 hit power. 56 hit power. <laughs> 56? 56 with Legion General. Legion oh General. Legion yep. General. Yeah, I'm awesome. looking for this card. What is this card, Legion General? It's I'm a five mana 4 4 that grows by 1 1 when you play it based on how many times you've recalled or stunned. You know, that's funny about that you said that because literally this morning in the shower, getting ready for work, I came up with exactly that idea. It's great. Try it. I'm telling. I I, I was it'll like, blow your mind. It'll blow yeah. your mind. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. I've absolutely. I, I've loved it. I've loved it. As soon as I started playing it, it's just I haven't found a perfect way to 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 keep it alive with elusive and uh, dawn spiders. I can't like spiders. Like it, it, if you draw yeah. perfectly against spiders, mm. you can win. But you have to draw really really good. Mm. But it, it's a good combo. It's 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 fun. It's fun. Yeah. You're well, not I, I really. I really like uh, um, what was it? Noxus, anyways, is my favorite faction right now. It's good. Uh, I just really like playing it. It's fun. Uh, but yeah, no, I was thinking about like because I ended up doing one of those uh, expeditions. And by the way, you guys can answer the question. I probably could have just looked it up, but uh, <laughs> my question is: uh, Do you get multiple trials or something? You get every two. token. Every token oh, you, you get, get two. So you actually get to draft two different decks. You get to draft a deck, and the way it works is you get to play and until you lose two times in a row. So if, yeah. you, if you play, lose one, then win one, it erases mm. your loss. And, right. then, and then you can do that. You can win one, lose one, that. win one, lose one, win one, lose one, until you get to seven wins or until you lose mm. twice. And then let's say your first run goes and you only get three wins. You get to draft an entire second deck on that same token or that whatever the mats are that you paid for. And then you get to play an entire second deck on an entirely second run and you get rewards based off the best of your two runs. So like this week, my first deck went seven wins. I just retired and didn't do the second one because I didn't need to because it was the rewards. Yeah, you already had seven. Yeah. Yeah. The rewards are getting better. I love how they do that. I love how they give you an extra shot. If you lose one, you can you can go right back and keep playing. I I think that's it's ingenious. It's, it, it's, it's, it's ingenious. And you get one of these tokens if you just get a level 10 chest, which you do just by logging on and completing your quest each day, which only takes a few games, right? It gives you a guaranteed champion from the expedition. And can I just say that even at that, the expedition takes a phenomenal amount of time to play through. Like, for the price yeah, that does. you pay, not only do you get a champion <clears throat> plus other resources, maybe plus other cards, maybe plus enough to get a second champion. Not only does that happen, but you also just get, you could play half the week on just one expedition. If you only played a couple games a day, you could play half the week on just the one expedition. They gave you an insane amount of play time for the money that you're going to spend or the token that you're going to spend on the expedition. It's just, 
I hate drafting. I don't even like drafting in any game. I've never enjoyed it. This game, love the drafting. Love getting cards in between each round. Love making the trades. Love adding new champions. Love customizing my deck. Love it. Love everything about Expedition right now. I do too. I I I can't I can't say any anything other than I I completely agree. I, it's 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 the best I've played so far. You know, out of out of three CCGs that I've ever played, this is this has been it's it's been the funnest out of all of them and the easiest that you know the easiest to kind of to get into it's it's it feels very casual but at the same time you can you can make it very non-casual if you if if you choose to you can can be a casual or you know i love that i love that about it speaking of the ccgs you played about will you just tell us a little bit i should have done this like maybe eight minutes ago um tell us a little bit about yourself where like why you're on a little bit like you're on the show um you know what do you do man like you you're i mean i know personally i know that you're a streamer and 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 such but what do you do what's your ccg background and stuff like that well ccgs i'm pretty new like really diving into a ccg was the the elder shows legends you know bethesda's take on uh you know a card game you know honestly i thought it was the i thought it was the greatest thing that i'd ever played when I, you know, when I dived into it, because I'd never really played anything like that. You know, I'd played magic and stuff like that with my, you know, the actual physical card game, but I was more into like Warhammer when I was, you know, younger, I was into actual, you know, painting the, you know, the, the pewter, you know, the pewter models Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That that was kind of my favorite thing to do when I was young, but, you know, growing up, I think, uh, you know, I, I I really didn't play a lot of card games. I played like Diablo two, Diablo one, uh Diablo 2 was like my favorite game of all time. It still honestly is. It's it's one of my favorite games of all time. I love that fantasy, you know, that fantasy part of sure, you know, sure. th- these these types of games. And I, I feel like and and I know we we're talking about Rune Terror here. I feel I really love the map. Have you guys have you have you took a yeah. moment to check out the map <clears throat> and the lore behind it? Like where's the I map? don't know. Oh, it's on legalegends.com. So Are you talking about the league map or the yeah, you know, the league map just kind of given the yeah, background yeah, yeah. of the champion. See. I, I played League of Legends years ago, like when it first came out. And it, I mean, this lore, all this, it, it wasn't really that elaborate at that time. Now it's just, it's grown into this huge beast. You know, it, yeah. you know, I, I, it's, it's honestly, it's really, really awesome. I went and I started reading some of the lore and it's really good. It's, it's kind of like, a, it's kind of like Bethesda's take with all the lore behind it. Like you can, you know, you can really, you know, get into it. It's 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 got really good lore. If you haven't checked out League of Legends uh, com and the uh, the map, you can actually click on the regions. It'll tell you all about like the 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 champions and their people. And I don't know. It's really really cool. It's 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 really really cool. But um, for myself though, you know, this this is really this is really kind of kind of again a dive for me into another CCG. I'm I'm pretty new at CCGs. I really am. I'm I'm really new at them. I'm I watch a lot of streamers and uh, I read a lot of articles. I watch a lot of podcasts and I just try to learn <laughs> it. I try to, I try to absorb as much as I possibly can. And, you know, I've been streaming on Twitch for six years. I've been on that, you know, I've been on there for a long time and uh, I've played everything from, you know, first person shooters to CCGs to any kind of RPG. I can get my hands on anything. The long, I'm, I'm, the I'm, long dark right now. Oh, dude, I love the long dark. It's so fun, man. It's so fun. But I'm not gonna lie. Since Runeterra came out, it's 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 really pulling on me. Like today, I'm sitting here looking. I'm like, I got two hours 
but no, not even two hours. I got an hour and 15 minutes before I can get my, my uh, daily quest done. When am I going to do that? <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when am I going to do time? that? I need... <laughs> uh, DBN and I have both talked about just like, we know this game is good when like we're anxious to complete quests. Yeah. Like we yeah. just want to see what the next quest is. Like we want to explore. We want to, we know it's good when that's happening. We know it's good yep. when that's happening. Well, let's take a look at a deck. Let's take a look at it. Well, no, let's take a look at the news first. And I thought I was already perfect. There's not much in the news, but the thing that I thought was interesting um, is that they released some new cosmetics, some new cosmetics for the game. Um, oh, so look at that yet. So we got some new guardians. We got some new guardians this week. Um, so previously we have had uh, Gromp Jr., which is um, some sort of a, a frog that grows fungus on his rear end somehow. Um, we've had T Hex. <laughs> we've had T Hex, which is um, a uh, it's a robotic dinosaur with a cannon. Um, and we had Scaled Snapper, which is um, it's a dinosaur. It's a dinosaur. Now we have three new ones. We have um, Basilisk. Which is like um, a basilisk, and so <laughs> as you can as you can imagine, well put. Um, it's a great, his it's hobby a, is biting. By the way, it's biting. It says hobby. once you start the belly rubs, it's dangerous to stop. <laughs> <laughs> the flavor text, the biting. He likes biting. We got silver wing. He likes courage, just in general. Um, Courage. Just courage. Uh, so we got silver wing, which is um a a bird, a bit of a bird creature, and then we got the one that I'm almost one hundred percent gonna buy, gloom tooth, um yes, whose hobby is chariot riding, and this is a ghost shark with a spiked chain necklace on a ghost shark. Don't be fooled though; it's not scary. It's incredibly friendly. It's a cute ghost shark. But a ghost, a ghost shark. Um, he's dopey. He's dopey. Love it. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you look at Silver Wings? Uh, his uh, his uh, shades, animation, his sunglasses. Yeah, he puts on sunglasses. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, that's, he puts on sunglasses. Really cool. No, you know, I go ahead. Go I ahead, do really ahead. like. I do really like that they're taking the approach of allowing free to play players to thrive. Um. But also putting uh, the main monetary focus on cosmetics. Uh, I've talked about this before, and and I just I think that that's going to make for a much more, um, you know, kind of friendly approach. The players, like part of what I think has made other games, or maybe encouraged um, toxicity in other games, has been this contention of. I put all this money into it. Darn it. Why am I not winning? Or I put all this money into it and, you know, made this really good deck. Uh, and now you nerfed it. Oh, darn you. Oh, you sure. know? Uh, and I just think yeah. that like being able to allowing the free to play players to really not have to stress and, and fret over what they make as long as they play the game. And um, it's, you know, it, it could, it's not like they're giving you everything. Okay. But it, it's definitely very clear. And if you put the time in, you'll be able to build your all of the you know cards eventually, and I think that's great. Um, yep. And but by keeping the monetary focus on cosmetics, it does one, it does two things really. Uh, one, it removes that kind of uh, hostile relationship. I think of I spent money on you, therefore you know you owe me. That kind of relationship between consumers 
um, in the game company, something that like when we saw with Elder Scrolls Legends, just one part in particular, when they nerfed um, one of the things for Invade and then everyone and their kid brother freaked out because I spent money on this, you owe me. And then basically Bethesda got cowed into giving everyone a bunch of free dust. You know, yeah. and which is perfectly time, I, okay to do if you're going to cancel the game like two weeks later. So, as it well, turns yeah, out, yeah, I'm, I, so, I'm, sorry, I'm, just, sorry. <sighs> I'm just saying, like, that kind of behavior is something that's not very fun for anyone uh, to witness. And so, hopefully, there will be a lot less of that because there won't be so much entitlement. Uh, yeah, but it, the second thing, the second thing is just simply like, I think cosmetics are cool and they are allow you to kind of show your support for the game if. And when you are financially able to do so, but it's not like a necessity. You know what I mean? Show your personality, show your personality, yeah. get, you yeah. know, throw a little bit of your personality out there. And by not putting money into something that you assume will make you better at the game, it yeah. gives people less excuses to why they're not winning games. <laughs> yeah, Let's be too. honest. <laughs> like, you, know, I, you, you know, I mean, that's, that's the truth though. If, if, if you, if you give everybody the same advantage, what are they going what are you going to complain about? What do you, I mean, yeah, literally sure. you're either good or you're bad or you're just very unlucky. I don't know. You know? <laughs> sure. But people on, can't be like, well, this guy spent $150 on the game and that's the only exclusively, the only possible reason <laughs> I could have lost this game is he had that legendary. Um, we get really nearsighted in card games sometimes, right? Like just like horribly are, nearsighted. Uh, yeah. yes. And I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I've done it. I'm not, I mean, I'm not like whenever, uh, you know, like whenever invade came out, like for the, the legends, you know, Elder Scrolls legends, I was the same way, you know, when it came out, I was like, oh man, gosh, wow. Why is this the thing? You know? And then after, uh, I think, uh, legends of Terra uh, made the post saying that, um, it was in one of their articles. I'm sure you guys have already covered it, but saying that everything is going to be cosmetic based and that's how we're going to, you know, generate our, you know, yeah, uh -huh. our mm -hmm. revenue. I said, that's, that's, that's what you need to do. That's genius. That's, that's the way games should be. That's the way I feel like that's the way all games should be at this point. I mean, but I think it's look at Fortnite. It's also, it, yeah. It's also the way that some of the most profitable business models operate, you know, Dota 2 has been able to support I mean Dota 2 does not have as big of a player base, you know, as League of Legends or, you know, definitely not as much as like Fortnite or Apex Legends, right? Yeah. Um but one of the things that Dota 2 is always able to do is fund their multi-million dollar international every summer, and the way they do that is by making sure that every, you know, everything in the game is totally free for somebody who wants to get invested. And what that does is it creates a lot of goodwill with the with the consumers and then they want to pay it back. They say, "You guys gave this to me. I owe you." Yep. You know, that that every year I buy the battle pass uh for the international because one, I want to support the game that I love and heck, I don't even play it that much anymore. You know, but I I just think having that goodwill with the developers is just I mean, you can't you can't put a value on it. You can't put a price tag on that. And that's something that I'm really excited to see. And yeah, Fortnite, Apex Legends, as much as I hate their pricing, like they're the stuff that <laughs> I play a lot of Apex Legends. Their stuff is way too expensive, but I don't need it. Uh, and so I still play the game. And it, cool. it has yet to it has yet to really like turn me off and say, I don't want to play this game. You know, their stuff's too expensive because you don't need any of the stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't, you you definitely, it was the same thing with Fortnite, you know, 
there's a yeah. hundred skins that come out, you know, within a year or something like that. And I mean, you don't have to have it to be good, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's just kind of fun to have them, you know, I, yeah. I'm going to be a fish today. I got to be a bear. I got to be this or whatever. <laughs> and, and you spend yeah. your money and you get to support the development team. And then they get to have those million dollar tournaments where nine year old children can win millions of dollars and pay off all their family's debt. Yes. I hope Runeterra turns into that. I'm, I'm really hoping. Nine-year-old children? You're hoping for that? Well, I mean, <laughs> it is League of Legends. I'm saying, I mean, there's some good, there's some, there's some good MOBA. There's, there's some good MOBA kids. I was yeah. going to say, let's, let's face it. Let's face it. Fortnite really did a great job of perfecting that model, but the one who started it was Riot. I mean, yeah. League of Legends, yeah. the free to play, but come and buy cosmetics. I don't know. I would, I would take it even further back. I would take it even further back to Team Fortress Two from Valve. That's true. Now, it, well, that was that was TFT. CSGO. Yeah, CSGO. 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 Valve, Valve has been Valve doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah. Valve, that's how they I made think, all their money. And I think Riot, Lord Gaben, was wise to adopt that. You know, <laughs> and and I, you know, listen. Uh, what is it? What do they say? Like, it's not. If you have a good idea and people steal it, like, you know, I, I, there's some colloquialism there. Uh, but the bottom line is, like, it's okay to steal a good idea, uh, you know, especially in business. So, heck, I have no issues with it whatsoever. So we as like, well as we like the model here. We like the model. and We've probably talked about it too long now. I want to throw money at Gloomtooth and just give them to me. Um, which I'll I'll probably do tonight. So just give me Gloomtooth and maybe possibly the board that he belongs on. Uh, okay, so let's talk. They, oh, yeah, Dawn Spiders. The only other thing in the news is I visited the official Discord for Legends of Runeterra. I took a quick look at the announcements, which I'm going back to right now. They have said, listen, we're going to be doing a small patch coming on the 14th. Or no, on the 4th. On the 4th. That's coming, gone. The next patch tentatively slated for the February 18th and it will be a larger patch and it's going to include some balance changes some balance Mm. changes Mm -hmm. they have not told us what those are to my knowledge at least not on their official discord do we have any wild speculations about the balance changes Hmm. well I mean there's some wild ones and then there's some not so wild ones I guarantee you elusives are going to get nerfed. I guarantee you spiders are going to get nerfed. Uh, I mean, (laughs) I would be... What about fearsome? I don't think fearsome's a problem, personally. I think fearsome's fine. Um, And I don't know... Maybe there's a deck I'm not aware of um, that focuses on fearsome. But I have yet to see fearsome as a problem because I think what you really want to do is discourage. Um, be, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, tokens are stronger in a defensive, um, uh, like when you when the defender gets to assign blockers, right? Tokens are stronger uh, because you yeah. can chump block, right? So fearsome is a natural counter to that. So now you could go and start adding fearsome to more things. Um, but that doesn't remove the fact that the main reason tokens are a little bit out of control right now um, is because there's not a lot of effects like Avalanche, right, that can do mm-hmm. board wipe damage. And yeah. I think that's good. I don't care for board wipes. That's one of the things that Hearthstone drove me nuts about was all the darn board wipes, right? So I know if I'm going up against Freljord, 
I have to watch out for Avalanche. And I know if I'm going up against um, Shadow Owls. Uh, uh, no, not Shadow Owls. No, uh, Piltover and Zon. There's the five mana, five two that deals one damage to everything. Okay, sure, um, sure. And uh, you know, so I know that okay, there's a couple of damagey things there. But I, I think that tokens uh, are it's important to have them, but you have to be very careful because of the way that attacking and defending works. I think Fearsome obviously breaks that up, so I'm cool with Fearsome. Uh, I have another kind of more, a card I want to see nerf, but I'd like to hear what you guys think about the cards you're pretty sure, even cards or strategies, you're pretty sure are going to get nerfed before I, before I jump into this. Okay, okay, here's my one. I, I really only have one. Although I agree elusive, I agree possibly spiders, um, glimpse beyond. This is the two mana kill yeah. an ally draw two. I think it's a problem. I think it need. I think it it's needs to cheap. be. I I think it needs to be slow. Yes, I was yeah. just thinking. That. I think yeah. you need to not be able to block with a creature to prevent a whole bunch of damage and sack it to draw two cards. If it That's was good. slow, you yeah. couldn't do that. I think glimpse beyond is a great card. I'm glad it exists. I want it to exist. I want it to be slow. And I use it in almost every single deck that I play. So I love it, but I think it needs to be slow. It's great. I mean, it it honestly is a great card just because, I mean, there's not that much card draw with that class either. There's really not that much. I mean, there's, I guess there's the, you know, drain like Vile Feast, you know, drain one, you get a unit, you summon a spider. There's a lot of cards like that. If if an ally died, you know, deal three damage to a unit. So it's kind of like a trade. It's like a you know a trade back and forth value of, generation. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. If, if I've got a I've got a couple cards that I think are going to get nerfed. Uh, go ahead, go number ahead. one, I think uh, Commander Ladros is going to be in there in that mix. Sure, he's very I, strong. He's big. I think Rasa. I think there's a good chance that he might have a little of adjustment. And also think Take Heart, which is a Take Heart is a grant mm-hmm. da- a damaged ally plus three plus three. It's a three cost and it's a it's a rare uh burst it's a burst as well yeah, i think it needs i think that could move to fast yeah that's what i would do to that because I, I think I, if you increase the mana cost it, be, it makes a couple archetypes unplayable yep yeah that, that that's the that's the that's kind of the ones that have been giving me the most issues and i've been mixing it up i haven't just been playing one deck i've, I've been playing three different decks and that's the ones that i've seen that always keep stabbing me in, in, in you know in the back other than you know, like Avalanche or uh, what is it, Reckoning? What is the the card that wipes the entire board? The, ru- the Ruination. Yeah. The Ruination. Yeah, Ruination. Like I, I'm with I'm with I'm with uh, you know DBN on this. I don't like I like card on card actions. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like just oh I'm gonna throw a card out it wipes the whole board game over. I don't I don't like that. I I, I just you know I'm glad can... cards like the Ruination exist though. Yeah, but it's it's a pretty high cost. It's it's a it's a pretty high cost. Like, um, you know, like therm uh, what is it? Thermo uh, thermogenic beam. That I think that's kind of a cool card because it's like you know whatever you know however much mana you have at that time you can use it. Yeah, yeah. I think but, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a, it's a good card. Like ruination though, I think that it could be a little more expensive. Yeah, that's, I, think I agree. Just, you could make that eleven a and force more. someone to have a, have to have a spell mana to use it. Yeah. I mean, make it more expensive. And it, it, hold on, is uh, what it, what is it? Is it fast? I think it's, it's fast. It's right? slow. It's a slow spell. Oh, it's slow. Okay, it's, slow. it's a slow nine mana kill all 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 units. 
I think you could push that to 10. Yeah, but at, at slow, at least. At, I think that's perfect. I mean, I was honestly going to say it could almost be fast if you raised it up a little bit because by that time, most of the aggro stuff that you're playing with, you're already kind of, you know, you're you're already, you know, what, I mean, elusive. I think it's because I have this elusive mindset right now because, you know, by the time you get to turn 10, you're, you know, the game's almost already over. And I think that's, I think that's where I'm stuck right now. I'm kind of, because I've been playing so much elusive. So like a, a more yeah. control deck, I could see that being a, I, I could see that probably being an issue. Yeah, I I think there's a problem with swiping your entire opponent's board regardless of barriers when they attack, right? Like if, yeah. if that's fast, yeah, when they I attack, agree. I can choose to wipe your entire board regardless of what you can put on them. I don't really have an issue with um, ruination. Um, okay, and, and what are your what are your and, cards? And, well, admittedly, I have yet to have it played against me. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it's a. I mean, but looking just looking at it, I have taken it out of decks and thought the decks were better because of it. Uh, because here's the thing: uh, if you're against aggro, ruination's not going to win or lose you the game. If you're True. against if you're against another control deck, Ruination is not going to win or lose you the game. Okay? Because another control deck is going to also be having controlling tools. So really, all it does help against mid-range. Now, I think this game is in a really good place that mid-range is strong. Uh, however, my thing about the Ruination 1 uh, is that it's slow, and you have a card called Deny. And uh, also, Ruination is only in one class. If you see that there's controlling things and you look and you're like, wow, this Shadow Isles deck is controlling me. Exactly. Exactly. You say, okay, well, it's Shadow Isles, it has Ruination. But it's unlike, you know, that was one of the things in Tesla. Like you could have, there was like 13 different decks that could run blue. And we'd be like, okay, so that's like a third of the, you know, possible decks might have Ice Storm. That's not what we're dealing with here. You can kind of know based on what the the matchup is, whether or not you, you know, you're on the right track there, if there's a ruination. And then really the fact that there's a cancel. Like yeah. that's it, there's a cancel in the game that will just gut you because oh, you won't yeah. be able to because you won't get that mana back. <laughs> and then the last thing is oh, it's bad. And this is the most important thing. If you ruination, that's your whole turn and you don't get to establish any more tempo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And your opponent can now, if if you played it at the beginning, let's say your opponent goes first, right? They have attack initiative. If they play a creature for two mana, you play this, wipe the board. Well, they're sitting on at least yeah. seven mana still to develop an entirely new board, and you can't respond. You just have to keep clicking yeah, pass, so, pass, pass. So the point is ruination, we, you know, if we kind of did, like reduce all of this into us into why, you know, where ruination's at, ruination is good when you have a card advantage. That's the only time Ruination is really good. That's true. That's when true. You have a card advantage. And at that point, you start to wonder what else you could do with a card advantage instead of Ruination. Hmm. Especially considering how long it can sit dead in your hand if you get it early. So I, I don't, I'm not saying Ruination doesn't belong in any deck. I, I don't think that's true. I'm sure there's decks that it does belong in, and I do think it's going to be good against mid-range, but really for it to be that game winner, you have to have already had a card advantage, which That's... usually is a game-winning setup anyways. Exactly. All right, so I, I got a question for you guys. Uh, you you kind of brought me to something that um, 
that uh, there, there's a couple spells that I've, I've really had on my mind, and I don't really know where they belong and if they belong in these specific classes. So like Vengeance, it being a, uh, you know, just a, uh, just a common, you know, fast seven cost killing unit. And then you have an eight cost Judgment, which is fast, and a battling ally strikes all battling enemies. How many times have you guys had either vengeance or judgment brought upon you during like an end, you know, an end, uh, uh, basically, you know, your, your last, your last throw, you know, like if you, if mm-hmm. you're using overwhelm, uh, you know, whatever you might be using, uh, judgment's been one that's, it's pretty strong, right? I mean, it yeah. seems it's, I mean, eight costs, you know, it, it one card strikes everything on the board. You know, if, if it's your, like your final blow, it's like, how do you play uh, around that? Especially if you know you're playing against Demacia, you know that they might have, you know, judgment playing in their, you know, in their hand somewhere at, at, you yeah. know, around that late, late game. Like, how, not, how, do you, how, how do you feel about judgment? I've not had judgment played against me, but I know in the Fiora decks, she, it's just super, super lethal. Super, yep. super lethal. I was, I was surprised they printed Fiora. Like, I'm surprised an alternate win condition was in the base set, to be completely honest. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. I will say she's kind of stupid in Arena. I lost to Fiora twice in Arena. There's just, you can't construct your deck consistently with enough interaction to deal with Fiora. I'm actually, we talked about this earlier, and I don't want to go too into it because that's off topic, but I don't necessarily love arena or expeditions i i'm kind of in i have to i get to take the opposite side of you guys and that i i don't really love it um i've played it and um i actually am still working on a run but i i think it tends to come down to a lot of um i i like having the micro decision of picking every single card i don't love the batches oh okay Um, Okay, i'm not a fan of that um and i'm i consider myself to be a really good draft player like not trying to like you know say anything you know but i have you know in multiple card games you know physical card games done re always perform very well in draft and in tesla i always perform very well in draft um and i'm not i don't think the uh batches i think it moves things along faster and it's probably more accessible, but I don't like it. I want that exact control over every card in the list, um, and I don't get that right now, which is a little bit disappointing. Um, I will say, though, uh, the thing about Expeditions that I also don't care for is the length, because I am no- notoriously... Uh, they take a not, minute. <laughs> they, take a <laughs> they take a long time. time. A long time. Yeah. They and so it's like, ah. Uh, but I think the, the, the bigger point that I wanted to make there was that it tends to come down to who draws their champions. These it, arena, it those can. arena games. It can. It, it really can. does, though. Because champions can. are so strong. And when everybody, when you have a generally weaker rest, when the rest of your deck has less synergy and is generally weaker than in a constructed list, those stronger individual cards stand out so much more. Um, and so that's Let, one of the things let's I've, put it this way. I've won some games where the opponent drew their champion. And I didn't. And I, I lost some games where I drew a champion and they didn't. However, in expedition, my last one, I had Hecarim. I had two Hecarims in my deck. I would keep a six mana Hecarim in my starting hand 
because I knew that I was going to get to turn six, and I knew that Hecarim would probably win me the game if he hit the board. So, <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Yeah, right? so like, like, I, I, I understand that it's Darius. a problem. I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep Darius in my opening hand. Like, that's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, I get that. I, you know, at first I was going to, like, argue, like, no, 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 no. But then I was like, oh, like, multiple games I won because I kept Hecarim in my starting hand at six mana. <laughs> it's hard to yeah. let it go, you know? It's hard to let it's it go. So cool. once you get it, it's I don't know. It's it's hard to let it go. Dude, had an expedition, because I had a shark chariot, too. Had an expedition where Hecarim leveled oh, up. that's sick. I love man shark chariot. Shark is so chariot cool. is sweet. So <laughs> oh, good, man. I love so those good. cards though. They're Ephemeral so... is really fun. Just a well designed, yeah. enjoyable strategy. Just yes. overall. Here's a card. Here's a card that literally set me on fire. It set me on fire. It is a uh, it is a Piltover and Zon uh, card. It's called Get Excited. It's a fast spell, three cost, and it says uh -huh. to play, discard one. Deal three to anything. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> and let me tell you why. It, it, this it is what Jinx so turns into. By the way, if you have a Jinx on the board and get a Jinx in your hand, this is what she turns into, except she also reads Shuffle Jinx into your deck. Exactly. And, and you know, that's strange because this is actually a spell that you can put into your deck that isn't a part of the champion. She just turns into it. So it's kind of like there's two of them, if you really think about Which it. Which because... everyone has. There's an Onslaught of Shadows. That's the alternate version of Hecarim. Oh, you that's can have true. Every, every hero turns into an actual, so like, spell. Shadow Shift is a real spell. That's what Zed turns into. Wow, that just hit me. I, I literally did not know that. That shows you how much elusive <laughs> I've been playing. <laughs> a lot of elusive. Yeah, a lot of elusive. Okay, okay. But, can, elusive. but continue what you were saying about it. All right, so it says to play. You know, to play, it says you discard one. Uh -huh. So if you discard one card, you're allowed to deal three damage to anything. Okay. So the way I took that, the way I read it, I was thinking, well, I can just recall this unit or just or, or just destroy this unit. And he's not, if you're overriding his card, if you're the second spell, usually this, yeah. you know, the spell over yep, overrides yep, yep, his, yep, yep, yep. It, it doesn't on that. It still does three damage regardless, even if the card never gets discarded, if it just dies or whatever. And the way I look at it to play the card in general, it's it, you 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 say discard one, but it never actually overrides it. So no matter what, the card is actually just deal three damage to anything, no matter what. So even wait, if wait, you wait, don't, don't discard the card. You're saying if you don't have a card to discard? No, you have to discard something that you have, right? So like, say you discard something from your deck. Uh -huh. But you know how... You know how some cards you can kind of override, like you can kick the card out and the spell doesn't occur? But yes, with this yes. one, as long as you click discard on one card, even if you kill the card with like another spell. Like a or, deny. Yeah, or yeah, like a, yeah. Well, yeah, deny will yeah. work on it. Deny will work on get excited. That's okay. the only one. That's the only one. Deny sure. will work on it. But anything else, say, you know how like sometimes you can knock out a card that's a part of the spell and the spell mm -hmm. will not happen? Well, this one always, you'll no matter what, you'll always deal three damage. I thought that was really weird, but yeah. I understand because it says to play. Because what if you're you, getting what if you sacrifice the creature that this is targeting? I I did. I, I killed, I killed, I killed their and creature. And the three damage still goes to what? The ether, or do you retarget? Either to your card or whatever he's he's trying to damage. So whatever. but I'm saying like if you target that and then they glimpse beyond the thing you were gonna hit. That three damage goes to the the card before Glimpse Beyond goes off. 
Glimpse Beyond is the sacrifice a creature draw to. I'm just con- I'm now I'm confused. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so, so it's it, it's it's so strange. I, I understand after I read the you know I actually read the card because mm. it, you know it the cards get excited. It's a fast spell. It says two play discard one. So in sure. my mind, I'm thinking if you don't discard that, you don't get to deal that three damage that the card oh, says. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I I understand what you're saying. Uh huh. Oh, you get where I'm talking about the ordering of you play it out and target something. Yeah. And then the card gets discarded later Be- because my spell will happen before theirs. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, like mine will right. happen before theirs. So I kick their card out, so they never got to discard it, mm-hmm. and. The, but their spell still went off, and they dealt three damage to my Nexus. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and that's the only card that I've seen out of all the spells that works that way. So you can, so like if they use like you know, uh, uh, you know, drain uh, or uh, like drain one damage to summon a Spiderling or whatever. Sure. You can just kick that card out. It works even after the spell has been played, or yeah. or it doesn't work. It it, it cancels it. Mm-hmm. But this one, get excited, always works. I just had to get that out there. I've had so, so much like, salt last week because of this card <laughs> so like if you if you they, they go to discard a card from their hand but you get rid of that card so that they can no longer discard that card from their hand but they still get to deal the three damage so it should have fizzled because you can't discard that card anymore because you got rid of it exactly but it's still but doing it they're saying that from what i from what i was told from a uh, a magic the gathering um mm-hmm. um he he played in some pro league stuff he told me he said it's the wording. He said where it says to play. So he get it. So to play, you discard one. So you actually already get to play the card. So no mm-hmm. matter what, even if you cancel it, it doesn't matter. The deal three damage is happening regardless of what sure. you do. And, and see, I, as a, you know, you know, I never played magic, the gathering and, you know, some of the, you know, some of these other, you know, card games, I, you know, I really haven't, you know, really dug deep into these games i didn't really know how that worked but the the two play if you ever see that again just remember it doesn't you can't cancel that card out once it's once it's already out right. so yeah i i would i'll i would be lying if i said i completely understand everything that we just talked about yeah but I, well i i, I get what I'll you have say. to mess around with it there, there's some wording there's some wording that's interesting in these cards in the way that yeah. they play like in Magic the Gathering, where a colon is or a comma is actually matters, right? Like yep. yeah. if you look at get excited, it says to play comma discard one period. In Magic the Gathering, if you got rid of that comma, it would mean something. It would yep. mean something in terms of the speed in which the card goes on something called the stack. There is a lot of similarities between this in yep. Magic, and there's probably something with coding that may actually need changed about this card. Because my guess is that the way they would like this card to work is the only way you can make this work is if you can discard one. So if you go to play it and your opponent can get something out there quicker than you to get rid of that card from your hand so you no longer have something that you can discard, then then it it should fizzle. It should fizzle. That's it, what I thought. It that's sounds like there what... might be something wrong in the actual coding of this card. Hmm. See, that's what I thought. And I was just told... It was just the wording. It's just, it was just saying, you know, if you, if to play, if you just click on discard something, no matter what, you get three damage. And every other card doesn't work like that. Every other spell doesn't work that way. It usually just fizzles away. And that's what I thought would happen. And I was like, I got this game in the bag, baby. We're taking this to Pound Town. And of course, I lost the game because it, 
it, it didn't fizzle. So, <laughs> uh, well, you but know I, what? Yeah. I th- there's some intricacies that they're going to have to work out, but I really believe that it should work the way you think it would, Abel. And the reason for that is isn't necessarily because of the complexity of the game, but it is the spirit of the game, right? Yeah, they want this game to work in such a way that it's predictable. And it's not overly complex to understand the order in which things are going to happen. They want to capture the spirit of Magic the Gathering with the attacking, blocking back and forth, the stack. They want it and the reacting to one another. They want to capture it, but they don't. I can tell by the way they've done this game. They don't want to capture the complexity of it. Yeah, that would be great. That's I mean, that's right up my alley. I mean, you know, I don't want to work too hard, you know, to to play the game. I don't want to work too hard. to understand, you know, I, I think saying the complexity of magic is incorrect. I just want to clarify. Uh, I think what what you're talking about is the intricacies and probably the what should have been simplified ten freaking years ago. Uh, because Magic: The Gathering is a bad game. No, a oh game. my god! Magic the never wants me to say anything positive about Magic. The Magic: The Gathering is. Is it is a terribly it's a terribly designed game on multiple levels, and if it wasn't for this long held like nostalgia because it was the first, it would have been changed or it would have died out. But because they knew they would have people just absolutely riot if they decided to fix the terrible things about it, like the way the stack works, which is just non intuitive and unnecessary. Uh, or if they decided to say, hey, half your deck are these stupid, useless things that if you don't get it, you lose. Or if you get too many, you lose. They would have fixed it. But because they have an infantile player base that does not accept change because of the nostalgia. jeez. Oh, Magic the Gathering is not a standard by which we should compare things. I just want to be really clear. If. You love the game Magic the Gathering. I do not by any means believe that you are infantile. Just DBN does. Not it's yes. not I'm not the one who believes that. Well, I got to say exactly what DBN said. I feel the same way about Diablo 3. Suck it, Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible game. Diablo 3, go back to Diablo 4. We see what you're doing. Get rid of Jay Wilson. You were terrible. Do not hire World of Warcraft freaking developers to make a dark gritty satanic game what were you thinking i don't want rainbow land i want cow land i want to kill the cows <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> jesus well any, I, you want any, any any games you want to throw under the bus here mark uh the assassin's creed during the french revolution i hated that game <laughs> there, oh, there that we was go. Bad. That was, i didn't like that either i didn't like it when i logged in and everyone's face looked like a jumbled picasso um <laughs> <laughs> All I, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is I, I, I agree that like there's some, and actually here's, here's, here's where I compromise. Are there things to, to like about magic? Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why it caught on. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's games that just do everything it does better, and yet it's still popular. I guess that's what really, really irritates me, uh, about magic and the fact that if, if it wasn't for they have a large player base of people that just refuse to accept some of these game mechanics that are just flawed just some, don't want to accept that they exist and some of those people have spent like $150,000 on pieces yeah, of cardboard that's what i that's, that's what i was just thinking that's literally yeah. what i was well, just thinking well that's people that's their own fault man like why like why invest in a game that's bad i mean just my 
my my brother has a fully hollow modern deck that is uh th- that's probably worth like two and a half or three grand. So oh, uh God. yeah, I, he, I mean he's selling he's selling his collection right, but my brother has like one hundred and fifty thousand Magic cards in his basement probably. Um, yeah. So I mean I was well, raised look. on it. I I was raised on it, so I get it. But uh, and I I don't play it, so I understand both sides, right? And people are yeah. starving all over the world. <laughs> Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're pouring thousands of dollars into pieces of cardboard. Not into this game, though. <laughs> or digital cardboard. Not into exactly. this game. Not into this game. You said it. Not into this game. <laughs> but Good let's, game. Good let's, game. Let's let's oh, talk have... about a deck. Let's I, hold on. We have... I wanted okay, to. I wanted to get back to my cards that I want messed with. Okay. Okay. What were your What were your specific ones that you want? First changed? off, I totally I totally agreed about Glimpse Beyond. Okay. Okay. I think that's a major problem card. Um. But I think there are there's one in particular that I have a big problem with, and that is detain. I really don't like detain, and it's for two reasons actually. Uh, the first reason um, is because I don't think there's enough ways to interact with detain, and I don't think that the card has enough cost. So I'll go ahead and and uh, read the card here uh, uh, for you guys. So let me let me pull it up. Um, so it's a five mana card out of Demacia. It's a fast spell. An ally captures a unit. Uh, and so a capture card is removed from the game, and it will return to the game uh, when the capturing unit leaves play. Um, so it's, it, again, it's five cost fast. So here's my problem with it. It's actually like two or threefold. First, um, there's no restrictions on it. So any ally can capture any enemy unit. That um, doesn't matter how big that enemy unit is. Doesn't how s- matter how small that ally is. Um, it also doesn't matter. It can't barriers don't protect it. Um, there's no way really except for a um, deny to cancel it because it's fast. Um, and really, that's another thing. A lot of the cards and one of the things I really like about the whoa, game whoa, is the deny, interplay. Deny can cancel it. That's what I. That's what I said. Oh, I said, okay. but nothing okay. else. I you said, uh, okay, I got you. No, no, got you, got you. Got you. Um, but um, there's a lot of interplay that I really like where, okay, you know, kill a unit with three power or less. Okay, well, now I'm forced into the decision of, well, do I want to use my uh, buff that will take it out of the range? And then I can fizzle that spell, but it's forcing me to expend mana. How, how important is that card that my opponent's going to kill? I think that's a really interesting interactions. This doesn't really have that because nothing you can do to your unit can protect it. If you give it a barrier, don't matter. If you give it more defense, more attack, don't matter. It's getting captured. And that brings me to another point. One of the things I really like about this game is that removal is largely overpriced. And I think yeah. that's good. I, I think like removal I think that's a good thing. I mean, we've com- we're coming from Elder Scrolls Legends where removal is extremely <laughs> mana efficient. Like excessively mana efficient. <laughs> and and I don't care for that, uh, but the thing about detain is it it's kind of like a piercing javelin uh in that it's a five mana remove anything and if you're removing their biggest thing and having your biggest thing capture it effectively you are sealing the tempo completely in your favor uh twofold in that i cannot get my tempo back until i deal with your biggest thing and because there's no restrictions on it to fizzle the spell through, okay, I'll either buff my guy to get out of it, and yeah, I'll burn the mana, but my biggest guy will still be on the board, right? 
Um, yeah. It just it just really overwhelmingly punishes cards. And then there's the second thing. Uh, and the second thing is, and I don't understand why, but when you assign a blocker, right, mm -hmm. uh, and your opponent now gets in a chance to take an action, and they play Detain, and they capture the unit that blocks, unlike other cards that when you recall an ally or blow up an ally, sure, or uh -huh. if I kill their guy with my spell, um, the attack won't go through. The blocks still happen. But Detain seems to be the only card that for some reason removes the block as if it never happened. Oh, that's got to be wrong. And you still get the attack to go through. I didn't know that. I didn't I know lost, that. I've lost two or three games now where that exact situation happens. And the first time, I thought I was so, confused. So hold on. So hold on. So if they detain... Uh, so your if blocker. They if they detain your blocker, you still get to attack? No. Yeah. If they, the attack if, so if, goes let's through. Say, let's say they're Darius... Uh, or Garen, we'll say Garen because that's Demacia. Let's say their Garen is attacking me. I put my um, uh, Scarthane Your in blocker. front to block. They play Detain. My Scarthane is now detained by Garen, which, by the way, good freaking luck removing Garen, right? True. So there's that. Uh, but right, and then um, and so typically the still Garen, goes through. So typically, so Garen would just so they pause. still get to attack. Yes. yes. It oh, removes so the, the the blocker completely as if they never blocked. That that can't be right because yeah, any, that's the, mm -hmm. yeah, because that, that's that's a transaction between the two cards. So yeah. that that's yeah, that, that can't be right. That that, right. that, that literally can't be right. Well, you can hard remove you can hard remove the blocker and the block still happens. Yeah. So hold on. Which, so what are the cards that can actually get rid or what cards can combat detain though? What is the only cards like, you know, you got like, so you can't force. So that's the thing because we don't have a lethal mechanic, right? You can't have a challenger lethal and force an interaction there or throw a blocker with lethal behind it. Right. The only thing you can do is sacrifice more of your big things to their thing. And if your big thing was so powerful that they don't want it, messed that they don't want you to have it back right like my 21 9 scarthane yes i had a 21 9 scarthane that got detained Ooh. now tell me how they're gonna capture this guy a lot you know like reasonably speaking good good according point to the cards i think it's hand, they use handcuffs hey yeah, they, they put handcuffs on this guy. <laughs> i mean the thing is the thing is like effectively effectively it's vengeance for two less mana yeah, in a well, big game. You, you make a good point there. How big the creature is, that's a good way to fix that card. Oh, it ought to matter. It should, it, I honestly, detain really should say, uh, you know, uh, an ally captures an, an enemy unit with less attack. Less or the same. How do they power. capture someone? It's like this, you know, if your little one one goes up and say, Hey, excuse me, sir, could you please put these handcuffs on? Yeah. And then come yep. with me. We're going to the jailhouse now. It's, yeah. uh, it's just it defies logic. <laughs> well, it's, uh, you know, it's anti-thematic. That's definitely true. It's, it's not thematic. And I just I just I don't like cards that don't have answers, and I don't like cards that don't have conditions attached to them. And like there's a reason why vengeance saying kill anything costs seven. And still is played, right? Vengeance, Vengeance is still played. 
Yeah, vengeance. Vengeance is. It's kind of been of a rough one for me. I've I've lost a lot of games due to vengeance. To be honest, I've lost a lot of games due to that one yeah. card. I just uh, I just here, don't here, like here, that. Here's my quick thought. Here's my quick thought on detain. Here's how I'd fix it. A slow. If you detain somebody, I leave it fast. If you detain yeah. somebody, the block still happens because I think that's just wrong. I don't think that's how this card is designed. I think it's just. I think that card is coded wrong. I think they need to make a fix. Second, I'd make it seven cost instead of five cost. I'd make it the same as Vengeance. And I'd say, listen, you're not playing Shadow Isles. We're going to give you a card that can do the same thing that Shadow Isles can do, but it's just not as good. It's the same amount of mana, but your opponent can get their creature back. Yeah, or maybe six to compromise on that. You know, I, with Demacia, I, with the buffs, how the buffs work, it's kind of, you know. It's, it's really, it's, I mean, it, yeah, all those buffs, it's really hard. And, you know, barriers and stuff and tough. It's yeah. really hard to kill their big guys and because removal's at a premium. See, I have no you know? problem. I have no problem at all with having a card with the same exact effect as another card in a different faction just be worse. Because well, it just saying, depends on the identity of the Yeah, the it, it's saying, identity. listen, you're getting a piece of what is the identity of another faction, um, but you're just getting it at a higher cost or it's just a worse version of that card because you're not playing in that faction. It punishes you for not playing Shadow Isles but gives you removal sure. of some sort. So I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. But I could also see, yeah, you have to have an attack or a power that's higher than the thing that you're detaining. That makes complete sense. Because what I do with this card is I detain you and I throw you on my Dawn speaker or my Dawn whatever mm -hmm. that's never going to attack and is never going to block. So you're never going to get rid of it. And you're never going to get your creature back. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's yeah, I don't, I don't particularly love that. And, and you know, whatever. It, <laughs> It just it just irritates me. And here's the other one. Here's the other card that I think merits consideration. Y'all ready? Yep. Go ahead. Deny. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. It's equally the most important card in the game, and I think it's also one of the least fun cards in the game. Yep. Um, it's a, it's a party pooper card. Real quick. It is, and I just think it should cost a little bit more. Work the same way. But just cost a little bit more. Dude, the other day, check this out. So the other day, a guy played for Demacia, the eight mana, give all your creatures plus three, plus three this round. Mm -hmm. I denied it. He denied my deny. deny. I denied his deny, which denied my deny. So I denied <laughs> his deny and then denied his de for Demacia. Dude, triple deny. I'm not even I'm joking. So cool. It felt so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the, and and I've actually I've actually I, I've ran into that once before, but only a double deny. I've seen a four. I've seen a four. I've seen four. Denies. I believe I it. I believe before. it, dude. I believe it. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. I wonder when we're gonna see a copy a spell, uh, card like that's something I've been mm -hmm. wondering about because like I don't really I know there's like you know generate some spells from specific cards they'll you know draw a random spell or whatever but i haven't seen any yeah yeah exactly i haven't i haven't seen i haven't seen anything that copies a spell you know mm -hmm. i think that would be kind of a neat uh addition if they kept the i feel like i feel like the the, the mana would have to would significantly have to drop if you copied it if you copied it using that card it would have to drop it say to like a zero cost or something mm -hmm. Um, well, that so that that, when I was it does exist really limited. The the leveled up version of Karma is when you play a spell, cast it again at the same targets. 
Oh yeah, that's true. So yeah, you, that's true. It, but that's not really copying a spell. Doubling a spell and copying a spell is very different. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's well, it's working well with the champion, and that's I think that's what they need to to you know their priority needs to be with the champions, like making like when you create a deck, you want it to be you know champion oriented. I love that. I think that's really unique. Like having yeah. a champion and you build cards or you or you take cards and and build with that champion. I, like I love that. that too. I, I think yeah. that's the best part of this game. That's the, for me. That's the best part of the game. I, I absolutely love it. Like judgment. Uh, I was talking earlier. Judgment, a fast spell, eight cost, a battling ally strikes uh, or strikes all battling enemies. That card, yeah. if you have not ran that, your Demacia deck or anything that runs Demacia, do it. You're missing out. It's 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 a it's literally a game winner at the end, oh, like yeah. towards towards uh, you know round ten and up. It's 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 a game changer. Yeah, you save your deny for that card. Yeah, and, and I think that's like I think that's like one of those things that like I I like deny. I just think maybe four mana would make it a little bit less. Oh, I agree. Um, you know, it, it just slows down your tempo a little bit more because like some if you pass turn one or two, you get a free deny. I don't know. I mean, you can just hold on to a little bit of mana throughout the game. Three isn't hard to do. Four messes with your tempo just a little bit more, and and still, but not to the point where it's not worth playing. Um. I'm I'm so good I, with four I, yeah. if they mess with spiders. I'm good with four if they mess with spiders because spiders are insane right now. I'm just, I think glimpse beyond getting a nerf will be huge. But yeah, be I mean yeah. it's really really big. Yeah, I um, agree. Let's be so. I think that deny being three and you being able to store three spell mana is. I think that's I think that's something that's worth commenting on. Right, because you can store three spell mana and just be like, I always have a deny in the bank. Right, I just do that always. quite a lot, but uh -huh. I don't like that I can do that. <laughs> sure. So when you put it to four mana, it says you got to spend at least one mana of your mana. So when your opponent spends all of their available mana playing their creature, you're like, okay, at least they can't play deny. I, there's something yeah. about being able to store three mana and deny being three mana that makes it better to me. Maybe that's com a complete hogwash garbage. Just feels better. Well, yeah. I mean, no, it's it's. I mean, mana's mana. It doesn't matter where the mana is. Mana is mana. So you either have it or you don't, right? I mean, it's Schrodinger. It's Schrodinger's mana crystals. Okay, you know, you you either have it or you don't have it. There's no, you know, you 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 won't know in the game until you're in that situation where you had to play another creature or oh, I missed a drop and now I have more mana. You know what I mean? Like you can't plan yeah. for it. But the bottom line is, if it's if it goes from three to four, it doesn't matter where you're pulling it from. Uh, but at the same time, three is three is, I think, just a little too easy. And there's some really high impact spells that aren't seen play because it's too easy. Um, you know, I'm talking. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I've been playing Reckoning uh, in some of my Noxus decks to wipe out all these stupid spiders. Um, you know, and uh, I mean, there, but there's things like, you know, Redoubled Valor, right? I mean, Vengeance gets played sometimes. You know, Judgment, I think, you know, as much as, as swingy as a card as it is, you know if they're going to have a Judgment on hand. Oh, like, yeah. You, you, you'll tell. It's telegraphed. It's super telegraphed, you know? Uh, but like, okay, like I'm looking at Progress Day. Draw three, then reduce their card their cost by one. Why would you ever play this when deny is a popular card? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. You know what yeah, I mean? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. true. Uh, and so, like, I mean, I think deny is also if it gets too nerfed, the game gets broken. So, like, deny has to be playable, but it can't be too playable. 
It's kind of like Ice Storm and Tessel. It's a, it's playable. A, it's a fine line. It's a fine yep. line. It really is. It's a very yep. fine line. Yep. yep, I completely agree with that. Okay, okay. So we've talked about there's some wild, some wild stuff. I don't think it's that wild. I think we're gonna see the elusive, you know, nerf. I think we're gonna see a spider adjustment. I think we're gonna see an adjustment to. There's a good chance we're denies a dangerous card to play around with. If you play around with it too much, you could unleash pure chaos. <laughs> Deny keeps a lot of things in check. Um, but I don't. I I wouldn't be surprised if we saw an adjustment to deny, especially because they're in beta and they can make the excuse it's not a full game. We're we're messing around with stuff, right? Exactly. And I, think I love that. Is, is I love the time. That. Oh yeah. yeah, I love that. I love the freedom to be able to do that. But. There is some decks that are running around a lot, and it's not just elusive, it's some spiders. I know what lurks in the shadows. Yeah. So let's take a look at a deck that's been very popular, um, specifically the Demacia spider deck, the Demacia uh, Shadow Owl spider deck. This is uh, has been named Dawn Spiders. I pulled this list from a Swims site, um, so you can you can check it out there. Not that you, not that you should make it because people are frustrated with it. Um, this runs. <laughs> here's the important piece, right? It runs three champions, three Elises, and um, it runs basically all Shadow Isles. But then we're running some back to backs, some detains, some Van the Dawn Speakers, which is where it gets its name, Vanguard Redeemers, which is when something dies, you play this. It's a three minute three three that draws you a card. Um, and I think some versions of it are playing like on, on guard and, and some fleet feather trackers, which are some challenger options. But mostly right. it's a lot of spiders. It's a lot of sack your creatures to draw cards, sack your creatures to do good things. Um, try to swarm the board and win the game through swarming the board and, and getting the bonus consistently on the dawn speakers, which is buffing your, your spread out board. Um, I've played this, this deck a good bit. And everyone's played against it a good bit. Yep, um, I have. Yeah. I can do that. <laughs> Abel, tell me about your thoughts on this Dawn, Dawn Spiders deck. <sighs> to be honest, um, the it's. I think it's just everything is a little bit too cheap. Everything is just a little bit too cheap, and where it's too cheap, they're 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 able to combat anything that you put out early. It's like I mean. It's it it feels like one of the be better control decks in the game. It feels like one of the one of the better control decks in the game. When I feel like it shouldn't be a control deck, does that make sense? Like, yeah, it it, it definitely has a way of sort of tricking the board. It sort of tricks the board in a way earlier than what most decks can. I I I see what you mean. It manipulates and controls the early game better than just about any other deck out there right now. Yeah, really, really early. I mean, it's it's. It, you know, I don't think spiders, spiders are, it's, it hasn't been that much of an issue for me. You know, the, the Rasa decks, the, those decks have been the bigger, the bigger problem that I've had on ladder. But then again, I have ran into the spiders over and over and over again. And I've caught myself screaming, oh, you stupid net decker. And, you know, and I know that's, you know, what, what am I talking about? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm I'm ignorant in a way to even say that because that you know that's not the case you know we we all know that's not the case that's not the way it works but at the same time I don't know it, it's 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 a very strong deck and I do believe it will be nerfed very quickly 
there's going to be changes. I think, I think, I think with DBN, what, what DBN says, I think it's going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be changed pretty, pretty quick. You think pretty Vi- fast. You think Vile Feast as well? I think Vile Feast. Yep. I think Vile Feast is going to be changed. Uh, potentially some of the, I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth with, uh, with uh with the lease i like at a two cost two three i mean i could see that being a three cost you know i could see that being a yeah. three cost. yeah I, I, don't, I don't know maybe maybe i'm wrong with that but i i, I kind of feel like that's that's not that's not out of line completely because it's, i mean it, it's the fearsome mechanic that really gets you it's the fearsome mechanic that fearsome mechanic early on gets you so fast because say you've got a one cost to block with, a two cost to block with, and you're not drawing any buffs or any way to kill those things with say like Damasia or something like that, what do you do? You know, you're just kind of, you're just sitting there and you're, you know, twirl- twirling your thumbs at this point. Now there's but, two there's two versions of this deck. There's the Damasia version, and then there it which can run the fearsome creatures, and then there's the one that is focused on fearsome, which is also very popular. Which is um, the Noxus and Shadow Isles version, and that one's a square bit more aggressive, and it runs a little bit more fearsome. So there are two versions of the Spiders deck out there that are running around. There's the Noxus version, a little more aggressive with fearsome. Then there's the Demacia version that's a little bit more control centric that runs the Dawn Speakers. That's the thing that when something's die, it buffs the rest of your board plus one plus one. Okay. So there, there are two versions. Now, I've played just the Dawn Speakers version, the Demacia version. And I'll let me just say about, about this deck. I don't know that I've ever ev- leveled up Elise more than once. So, uh, But she's a threat, right? And people use their removal on her early. And then it's the Glimpse. I, it's so many things, right? It's the Cursed Keeper with the Glimpse Beyond. It's keeping my hand constantly full. I'm putting out spiders with Vile Feast and Elise. When you do kill something, you never want to attack me because I'm just going to chump block and then buff everything with Dawn Speakers. And then I'm also getting constant card draw. And and even if yep. you don't kill, then I got Rasha at the top. So let's say we do get to the end of the game. Then I'm going to drop your stuff and I'm going to start killing it with Rasha. And I'm going to revive my Rasha with my Counselor of Ruin. Um, yes. and, and And keep repopping oh. him and just keep dropping two of your guys constantly. Um, now you can deny the Rasha ability. You can use deny on it, which is one of my pet peeves about this game is I don't know what abilities from a creature I can deny and which ones I can't because yep. most abilities a creature plays. I cannot deny. They just happen. Then there's some abilities that I can deny and I'm not sure why I can use deny on them. Haven't figured that out yet, but it, it is, it's just, it's very strong. But I honestly think Dawn Speakers is the thing that breaks it for me. Yeah, I, I think you're I think you're completely correct on that. I, I think that's I think once you put a nerf on that, switch it up a little bit, maybe a couple other a, you know, maybe it maybe maybe they go in a different direction. Maybe they they don't nerf that. Maybe they decide to buff something else, you know, maybe that's the direction they want to go. Maybe they like the way that's working and they and they want to you know, kind of take a big, maybe, you know, maybe they had like this, this giant plan to, you know, uh, to bring this out to see how, you know, it would work in the beginning. And, you know, I've got this, I've got this like conspiracy. I think they've been working on this game for so long. I think they already have like three years worth of expansions 
So I like, <laughs> honestly, I think that they've got a lot of stuff already kind of under wraps. I, I, like, I don't know. I mean, they, they we'll very see. Well, they might. They very likely might. Yeah. GBN, how about you? Have you played against these spider decks? I mean, you had to have, but. <laughs> DB, DBN has no opinion. Oh, he's muted. He's got his mute on. Sorry, I was muted. My uh, bad. No, no, that's okay. What's your opinion uh, on the spider decks? I was drinking water. I didn't want to, like, gulp on the gulp <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, Got to stay hydrated. Uh, yeah, I have several thoughts. Um, first thought. Um, I think Abel made a really interesting point, which is that it's it feels like a control deck. Um, and I want to touch on that first, because you know what this most reminds me of? Uh, it reminds me of Tempo Assassin. Um, mm. Like, where you are able to play out these creatures that present threats to your opponent, um, but that also have these secondary abilities uh, in order to defend successfully, or rather remove your opponent from removing your stuff. So I'm speaking like a Shrieking Harpy level effect, right? Um, uh, things like that. And we don't have an exact parallel here, but what we see is that we have proactive plays that also react to the opponent, right? Or very cost-efficient reactive cards that you can play while continuing to keep the pressure up. Um, and so we're looking at, I'm specifically thinking of cards like Vile Feast, right? Drain one from a unit uh, to summon a Spiderling. So if we think about this Vile Feast um, as a card that can finish off trades that your opponent doesn't know is coming, because a lot of people, because the defender has the advantage, they will try to take value trades, uh, which for the uninitiated to the term, uh, means that they are setting up their blockers in such a way so that they kill uh, the opponent's attacker while their creature still survives. And in the early game, that is very often by a margin of one or two. If it's by a margin of one, uh, the opponent can then post-trade, respond with Glimpse Beyond, or do it at the time if they want, but usually that's a weaker play. Uh, respond with Glimpse Beyond, kill it, and then they get more tempo because they get a 1-1 one -one on top of finishing off a trade. Um, and so the nature of the opponent sort of, the defender picking the blocks and looking for value trades wherever they can find them, uh, is easily exploited by Vile Feast, which then not only puts a creature on the board, but also advances Elise, advances Dawn Speakers. It contributes and synergizes to the way the deck wants to play. So I think Vile Feast is a little bit of a concern, but the bigger concern to me is Black Spear. I think Black Spear uh, in this deck, and I think it's intended to be really strong in this deck. I don't think it's as strong in other decks, and that's fine, and I'm cool with there being very strong cards, but it has to be stated, I think Black Spear is a bit of a concern uh, to this overall power level because basically Black Spear reads, if you play the turn like you would normally play a turn, <laughs> deal three damage for the price of two. And if we look at other removal throughout the game, we see a lot of other factions have removal priced a lot higher. Um, yeah, then we're cheap. seeing here. Yeah. That's really yeah. <laughs> cheap, especially for this yes. game with spell mana, really cheap. Right. Uh, and so I, I think that's sort of the thing that we can look at and say, okay, Black Spear uh, and Vile Feast specifically directly speak to what Abel was talking about, which is this idea where it feels like they're able to cheaply control the tempo, control the board state while not losing speed, whereas other factions would play their recall ability or 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 damaging ability 
and not actually put stats on the board. Yeah, you need that time. So. You need that time yeah. to build. I think every other, I think every other faction needs that, other than spiders. Spiders right. is like, oh, you know, it's. Oh yeah, I mean, if you have three spell mana, let's say I spend all my mana. I'm sitting on three spell mana. You attack me. You kill a couple of my things. I can then black spear to kill something of yours and crawling sensation with that three spell mana to deal three to any of your units and then put two more spiderlings on the board. Right. And you thought I I was empty, right? Oh, I don't think so. So I want to speak to what I think is the solution here. And that is, I actually don't think, I think black spear and vile feast are like the obvious things that makes it feel really oppressive. But I don't think they actually are. I think the things that make this oppressive are Glimpse Beyond, which I mentioned earlier. But also Vanguard Redeemer is a problem. Vanguard Vanguard Redeemer Redeemer. is three mana, three, three, when I'm summoned to draw a unit if an ally died this round, which is always going to happen if you're playing correctly. Um, And so basically it's a a three mana, three, three that cantrips. So it just immediately replaces itself with something else in hand. If you give a deck like this mana efficiency, it cannot also have resource extension. I think it's perfectly fine to have a very mana efficient aggro style deck in a game. That's fine. We've seen that in Tessel, and some of the most enjoyable decks I've played in aggro in Tessel were ones that, hey, I don't have a lot of resource extension, but what I have is very efficient, uh, and, and I think that's perfectly fine. But when you start handing out too many ways to draw cards, and let's be realistic here, um, I think that Dawn Spiders draws as many, if not more, cards than a lot of other factions. If you look at card draw in Noxus, you look at card draw in Freljord, you just don't see quite as much. Or the, the, the card draw they do have is harder to pull off. I'm speaking specifically of like the Avaros and Sentry, if you guys are familiar with that one, like in Freljord. You have this two mana, two one, last gasp, uh, or last breath, excuse me, draw uh, draw one. Sure, okay, sure, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, I know this one, okay. Right, it's it's just less efficient. It's understated. Um, it does, you know, it'll die to anything. It doesn't trade super well. If it, you know, if it was a three one, it would be better. If it was a two two, you could soak up a spider trade before it gets its you know death value. Um, and, and really, the bigger thing is your opponent can just choose not to block with it, force you to block with it, and then because it's weak, it doesn't trade into much. Um, and so I'm not saying it's a bad card because I don't believe that. But the card draw that you find in other factions is either more conditional harder to access uh, or there's just less of it i mean i'm thinking i'm looking at babbling bjerg is it bjerg with a j uh the four mana three three dwarf looking guy when i'm summoned draw a unit with five plus power uh that only draws specific things so even though it's nice because it you know replaces itself in hand um it's slightly understated for four uh, at three three actually it's pretty understated for four at three three uh, and it only draws specific cards, so it's not going to draw you a deny. It's not going to draw you an avalanche, right? So yeah. all I'm getting at here is that the the type of card draw, the the kind of unconditional card draw, or in the case of Glimpse Beyond, Glimpse Beyond is oftentimes better than just card draw because it'll trigger your cursed keeper, um, or yes. you know allow you to block with something and then remove it so you don't take take uh, overwhelm damage, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is I Glimpse mean, that's... Beyond needs to be slow. Yeah, no, totally. Oh, um, but to I'm, all I'm saying is like card draw that's not conditional um, is a little bit 
of a problem for a deck that's going to also be mana efficient. Um, so I think that's that's my main thing with this. Vanguard Redeemer, Glimpse Beyond. I think if you slim down their card draw, it's fine. I actually think Elise is in a perfectly fine place. I think Elise is a card that um, you... Because you don't get the value from Elise until you start attacking with Elise. And so then you need to protect it. And the thing is, is that you actually don't have any real buffs in Shadow Isle. So that forces you to pair it with a faction uh, like Freljord or, um, in this case, Demacia, uh, which uh, you know gives you those ways to protect it. And in fact, Dawn Spiders doesn't really usually find the need to protect it. It's just not that big of a deal. If you get Elise off, great. Really what uh, Mark said was that it tends to draw a lot of early game removal and you know efficiency removal from the opponent saying okay crap i have to spend three to remove this thing that costs two uh you know and i have to deal with the lease or else lease gets out of control i think that's fine card design i don't have a problem with lease and frankly i i guess i guess i didn't don't have as as big of a problem with dawn spiders as maybe other people do i just kind of see shadow isles and i immediately assume i have to play a anti-token kind of you know slower game plan uh taking a lot of value trades being prepared for some of those removal things i think as long i think being aware of vile feast instantly improves your matchup just being yeah. aware that vile feast can finish off a trade and that if you get your value trade you need to make sure you know you understand okay my opponent might just finish off this value trade is this value trade to kill a one one still worth it i think like you've got to go through these processes and like learning what's in the deck instantly improves your matchup because you'll know what to worry about and so like the the best tool is information uh sure. yeah <laughs> so, i mean about i feel that, like you got something go 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 man no 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 I, I i like that i've been noticing here lately with uh you know like with dawn spiders uh people have been using purify have you guys seen that yeah. uh purify that's the one that it's basically the only silence right yeah, yeah. sort of everything on your opponent's card. That one is the one that's kind of it's it's a little bit confusing for me because if you're playing it with that deck, that deck is I mean that's the one everybody's getting to the top ranks with, right? They're using this, they're using these these Dawn Spider decks. I mean most most people are with Rasa, uh, uh, Rekindler. Mm -hmm. Rekindler's a big one right now. Rekindler's a huge one. You know, a Car Elise, Thresh, things like that. But um, a deck that I'm looking at now is Swims Dawn Spiders 2.0. I don't know if you guys have looked at that one yet or not. But mm, uh, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Well, if you get a chance, you should check that one out. It's actually, it, it. I don't know how you could, like, I don't know how you could compete with it. It's it's literally <laughs> a little bit too. Again, is, with is it again, faster? Oh, well, it's running a Hecarim and a Thresh. I'm playing it. Yeah, well, the, well, the problem is, like you said, it's it, with Glimpse Beyond, the draw is just too much. If yeah. if they didn't have the draw and then Vile Feast as well, it it would be it would be better. But I mean, it's using Purify now. It's just like, what do what do I do? Like, you know, if I'm playing, you know, Elusive, if I'm playing Overwhelm, you know, what do I do? That's you know, that's that, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, what what do I supposed you know what am I supposed to do? Oh, well, geez, this thing isn't think... even running spiders really. It's running like the no. mist wraith combo, the wraith color mist wraith combo. Yep, yep. And it just and 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 well, a, again, Elise. I mean, whenever you start in a game and you see Elise come down, like we all have PTSD already. 
from the lease. I mean, we have mm-hmm. we have card, you know, we have spider PTSD. So once we see that, we're like, oh, we got to kill that now. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? We see that we got to yeah. kill that right now. Oh, God, we, we better do something. And then, yeah, and then you see Rekindler and then Rasa and then. OK, <laughs> so I I've, uh, I so I have a couple theories on how to tech better. And I also have a couple theories on ways to. Uh, reduce their power without nerfing if that makes sense yeah so i think that piltover and zon need the some of their uh sub archetypes need buffing um i think if piltover and zon can lead strategies more efficiently um then kimpunk shredder comes into play more often Mm. and can contest spiderlings a lot easier um, but Piltover and Zon needs to be a primary focus of a deck and probably needs its... I mean, I, I, I know there's some janky stuff running around and I've run, but I, most of the time, whenever I run into Piltover and Zon, it's uh, kind of just being grabbed for a couple elusive things and that's it. Uh, or I'm seeing a Jinx deck, which maybe still needs some work. Um, yes, they do. Uh, and so my point is, like, you're missing out. I think a really clean counter to spiders is that five mana Kimpunk Shredder, but not enough people are playing it because Piltover and Zon doesn't seem quite ready to, you know, bring a ladder deck that has a good enough matchup against enough things. Um, so I think that's part of what we're seeing in, like, the spiders being difficult to deal with is that a natural counter isn't seeing play because of the weakness of the faction. You in know general. why? Well, you know why I think Kim Punk is not seeing more play hmm. is literally because of uh, Vile Feast and uh, the what is it the 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 deal one damage one mana card what what what's that called um, Oh the well yeah I know what you're talking about though yeah the, it, it's a it, Noxus one I think I mean I think his health is the big thing I think his health people yeah. are kind of avoiding him because of the health even though you can even though you can you know. You can black spear is it, and and that's the thing too. Because and I and actually to a hypothesis to Mark's question from like ten minutes ago, which was why are some cards you know a bit able to be negated and some aren't? I think that if the cards mess with your opponent, like the creature's abilities mess with the opponent, then you can stop it. Yeah, but I think if the creatures only mess with your stuff, like Chronicler, or something like that, then it doesn't have a you can't stop it. That's just my theory, but as I'm I've just As been I'm confused thinking. by it. I've just been confused. I think by it. I think it is a confusing point. I totally agree. But I, that's all I'm saying. I just think Piltover's on, you know, gets a little buff. I think Kimpunk Shredder could just go up one health. Uh, Black Spear can still take care of it, but then it can't be taken care of as by as many things. Um, and then I think we're in a better spot. The other thing is I have not had as big of a problem, but I still lose to it. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't have any perfect answers, you know. Uh, yeah. But but I haven't had as big of a problem, um, partly because I've been running a Braum deck, uh, and Braum does usually pretty nicely against uh, the, <laughs> those very greedy spiders, um, especially if you can immediately get them buffed. But then the other thing, too, is that you're looking at Death Lotus being a really great counter to all those spiders. I love Death Lotus. I love that card so much, It's man. I so love fun. I love yeah. it. It's so, so fun. Yeah, I totally agree. Now, you brought uh, up you brought up pulp, the, the Pulpivisor and whatever it is, Zon. Um, have you... Piltover. Piltover and Zon. Have you come up against the Control Hemmerdinger deck yet? I have Ooh. only seen other people play it. 
Ooh. I, I've played against it. I've played against it. Ever. Dude. I just pulled a hammerdinger too. I know. It makes me want to it makes me want to spend let's face it, I'm gonna spend another twenty dollars. Um, <laughs> and it make it, it makes me feel pretty strong that I'm gonna I'm gonna be making a hammer deck because uh, I played against it, and man, I thought I had the game in the bag so nope. many times. <laughs> Never happened. Between that, here's the other thing, right? The, I know that spiders are powerful, and I think they do need a nerf, but I think there's still things that just are being discovered. This game is just still being discovered. The, I played against yeah. some Ash decks recently, and Ash was not seeing any play in the first week or so. But Ash is is seeing a resurgence. There's some really cool Ash decks out there. There's this like controly Ash deck that like the guy that summons that draws something that's five or more power from your from your deck into hand. It only draws Ash, and then the the Rekindler that just keeps bringing Ash back, and then uh, and then all the burst spells that Frostbite that just control your game. Oh my, so strong! Ash, Ash, and Ezreal. Awesome, awesome combo to put together. Ash and Ezreal, and also uh, a Nivia and a Braum. If you haven't tried that out yet, that's really, really the Anivia. Anivia is amazing. Anivia is probably one that I, I that was the one that I went. Uh, I went. Si- I went six out of seven on Expedition with Anivia. It was just you know it was it, such a fun card though. Such a fun card. Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen a couple different people use Anivia in uh you know in um more formatted you know ranked gameplay well, but anivia was way overpowered in closed beta i mean just busted anivia with trindamir in the shadow isle scroll yard control deck was just like it uh, wasn't it was just too strong and and it was like it was pretty clear that this really wasn't the way like the length <laughs> of the games was just like Riot was like, this is not what we intended our game to be. Like we gotta Oops. stop. This isn't what we want to have happen, you know. I think yeah. I think uh, one thing I will say is I, I I think Trendemir is largely unexplored. I think there's a lot of things largely unexplored. So and that many actually, things. I, I think that's partially because when people get started in the game, they don't know anything about the game. They want to look up a deck list. They say, yep. I need yep. a deck. So then they tend to build one of about four or five strategies and dedicate all their cards to that, which means that the uh, there's so fewer people exploring the strategies that weren't obvious not weak weren't obvious okay uh and so that means that as people's collections get to a more you know exploratory phase we'll call it uh i think that this this medalist is going to wildly shift i i i talked last week about how i put very little stock into medalist especially for the first couple months of any set totally uh, or, you know but even after that i don't care about medalists i just care about I think really, and I, I've talked about this before, and this comes from my CCG experience more than anything else. It's not even necessarily true, but individual skill with a deck is more important than what is perceived to be a, the meta. You can shred the meta with what a deck that you are very, very comfortable on. The bottom line is, you know, you being able to play the ins and outs of whatever the deck is you put a bunch of hours into is going to, on average, perform better unless there's something wildly crazy broken in which case those things always get removed so there's no reason to think about it it's always going to do better than that person who net deck something and i'm not criticizing net decking but no. then doesn't know how to play it yet are you, you know are who you do- saying, hasn't put the hours in are you it's, saying, it's, it's go, go ahead are, are you saying i shouldn't have crafted dawn spiders 2.0 because i 
I just did. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you're going to make some mistakes along the way. Because I just it's did not... it. I have it. Now. Well, okay. Good it's, good. it's good. <laughs> I have it. It's good. Um, I also want to quickly throw out, uh, I think Culling Strike is a Noxus card that's great. I think Noxus is actually in an okay position to deal with spiders. I think Culling Strike is just a versatile card. It can deal with Braum, which is hard to deal with. Uh, if you run into one of those as some you know faster Noxus deck, it also can deal with Elise. Um, it's a fast spell. I, I I think it's a great card. You can it's it's versatile enough that like the three power three or less power. And yeah, sometimes people can buff out of it. But remember, Shadow Isle doesn't really have buffs, so keep that in mind. Um, and then the other thing is I've been playing a copy of Reckoning in a lot of my Noxus decks, Ooh. Ooh. and that's been performing quite well. It's it's won me I don't know half a dozen games now. I actually bumped it to two in one deck. I thought it was good enough to wear, to to warrant two copies. Hmm. Uh, that for anyone who's well, unsure, that's uh, the six mana slow spell. That if you have a five plus power ally, kill all units, including your own, uh, with four or less power. And I mean that'll that'll set you right. <laughs> I just used it like literally not even five yeah. minutes ago. I was in a game and I was just using it. I, I, that was how I I won the game. I had to yeah. do my daily quest before the time was up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it is good, and and I think like there's something to be said about that. Um, so great. I mean, I, that again, medalists are really informative for you know what are the perceptions of the game. Uh, but I think that like there's a lot of innovating to do, and like like you know we said, um, all this is going to change both with balance pouches and as people's collections grow and people can play with new cool things. So yeah, true. true. Well, I, I, I and that's exciting. I got, I got a question for you guys. How do you feel about the 40 card limit? The 40 card limit. How do you like, do you feel like it's more acceptable, you know, over other, you know, card games that you've played? Like for me, you know, my experience, I feel like I draw, more of my curve the way I want to draw it rather than like, you know, something that has, you know, 50, 60, 75, 100, you know, uh, cards in it. I, I really like the 40 card limit. Me too. I don't know how, I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't like the 30 card limit in Hearthstone, which I played a heck of a lot of because I didn't like that. There was generally a goal to grind your opponent out of the game until they drew into fatigue. Um, yep. and that was a very viable strategy that isn't a viable that now when I came to Elder Scrolls Legends that was not a viable strategy there was almost mm -hmm. never ever ever a time that was going to happen but often your deck size was so big that you didn't draw the cards that you had put in your deck that you wanted to draw um, I have liked 40 I have gotten the feeling of the curve of Hearthstone that I could pretty reliably make a deck that I know how it will perform and yet mm -hmm. I have never, ever made it to a game where I ran out of cards. Yep. Same, same here. And that's strange. Been a good you know, sweet 40 for cards, me. you know, 40 cards. That's, and, and I feel like the games last a pretty, a pretty long, you know, a long time in, you know, in comparison to a lot of other games, I feel like they kind of stretch for a little while. I mean, not in a bad way though. I feel like they, they kind of progress pretty pretty well you know depending on but with 40 cards that's i mean to me that's surprising i i was just curious myself you know what your all's thoughts was on you know the whole 40 card you know deck list i, I feel like it's great i don't i think 40 cards is a perfect you know medium i think it's really really good i think it's things great hmm. yeah 
Uh, everything Mark said. Yeah, he likes it too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I totally. tell you, and, I, and for the same reasons that it, Mark literally said exactly what I was going to say. Uh-huh. So you guys have probably already. Uh, you've probably we talked ha- about. Actually, we haven't. haven't we actually, haven't. we have not. So no, that, was, that, that was that was great, great that you brought that up. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I was I was curious because I've I haven't heard anyone talk about forty cards. It's yeah. forty <laughs> cards. It just feels I don't know. It just feels right. It just it does. It's a, it it's feel, a good sweet spot for sure. Yeah, it feels right because you're not playing too many large, you know, large high cost mana cards. So yeah. that early game, you're actually getting that transaction of you know your cards back and forth before you know you kind of move into the. I'm going to play, you know, Ruin Nation or, or whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice. It feels good. It feels yeah. really good. I, you know, f- for a game that's just, you know, released in, you know, I know they had the alpha early testing stages, but in beta, it feels really good. It feels really good. It feels good. I, yeah. have been, I have been very impressed with it. And I, I know people that, uh, whose opinions I very much respect who don't care for it, um, and that's totally fine. Um, but I, right now it's checking the boxes largely for me. And, you know, I, I'm not even, I'm not even caring so much about what's top tier and what's broken and what's, I, I mean, I have opinions on things, you know, and how to fix things and whatever informed by my experience with those CCGs. But net right now I have felt like I've been playing just the right amount that I'm hooked, but I'm not so deep in that I'm getting frustrated when something, you know, when I lose or when something seems unfair. Yes. You know, I, I'm like, okay, oh, okay, that just happened. But you know, I, I don't get worked up over it. Uh, and I'm just I'm happy to stay in this spot for as long as I can. And the more I understand a game, the more I know and viscerally react when something seems un- <laughs> unlikely or unfair mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and so you know, the longer this goes on, the more I'm likely to have uh more reactions that are, are a lot less uh calm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but for now i'm really enjoying this this extended honeymoon phase and that's kind of why i know i like it is because i've kind of wanted to cling to this phase of maybe sure. being even a little ignorant of the top you know complete picture because i want to stay i want to stay what is it in in the matrix you know ignorance is bliss sure uh and i'm i i don't want to take story. the the red pill or the I can't remember which whatever the color of the pill is. The green. Pill. I want to take uh, both. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> At the same time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One yeah. eye sees the real world, and the other eye sees the. the I'm not. One. I'm not there sure that's go. how it would have played out. <laughs> what would happen though? They never. They never. They're, they're not going to answer that question. But but here's the thing. Call, before, I'll call up Keanu. Before we says. go further, we have been at this for a while. We it's been a while. So we gotta we gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap. No one's ever gonna get to the end of this and figure out where to find you guys. So Bell, you're our guest. Tell us where people can go to find what you're doing. All right. So I usually play. I'm anywhere from Rune Terra to the Long Dark. Honestly, I play a little bit of everything. I'm a variety streamer. I was stuck on uh, Tessel for a while, which is the Elder Scrolls Legends. Um, but it went into maintenance mode as a lot of people already know, but I'm over on twitch.tv forward slash Bellwild. That is with two L's, A-B-E-L-L, wild. And, uh, you can come over and hang out with us anytime. It'd be a pleasure to have you. And, um, yeah, I don't really have much of a YouTube. I don't really, I haven't, I, I plan on it. I, I actually, I have a cooking show in the works right now. I'm going <laughs> to have a awesome. cooking show. I'm going to be cooking in the wild. I'm going to be cooking in the wild outside. Yeah. Outside. (laughs) Yes. And I'm going to be cooking for 
the people, the the people that struggle every day with with you know the, the small things in life, and that is having money. And if you <laughs> don't have a lot of money, I'm going to show you how to survive in the wild and with the cheapest cost of every literally anything that you can buy and keep meals under $5 a day to feed you all day. Three meals a day for $5. That's pretty good. I need to watch that wow. show. Be prepared. <laughs> be prepared. It'll be on it'll be on youtube.com forward slash Abel Wild. It'll be coming soon. I got a lot of work to do though. About a month. About a month when it starts warming up a little bit. It's pretty cold here right now. So <laughs> I got I got a minute. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing. Abel's too uh, too nice of guy to tell you this, but uh, but I'll I'll tell you this. The DBN isn't streaming right now. You can't sub to me because I you can't. So I'm gonna tell you go over to Abel's stream, click the follow button. I'm gonna tell you to throw Abel. That sub, I'm going to tell them to throw that sub. I'm going to tell you to throw uh, that prime sub. I'm going to tell you to gift those subs. I'm going to tell you to go show this guy some love because um, he's one of my favorite people uh, to listen to streaming. Um, and I'm going to tell you, just go show him some love. Go and check out his stream. I imagine you're going to see some Runeterra over there. So if you're listening to this, you like Runeterra, go check it out. See the other stuff he's playing. Join the Wolf Pack. Join the Wolf Pack and get involved in Abel's community because it's a great community. He's a really encouraging guy um, and just a really, a really great dude. So definitely go in and check him out. hundred percent, hundred percent. Appreciate that. Really do. I thank you very much for that. That's yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And uh DBN man, where can people find you? Uh, well, I really only do YouTube these days, but I did just drop a legends of Runeterra video. Um, and I plan on dropping another one this week. I was originally just going to do once a week. And I said, you know what? I'm having so much fun. I'm going to do two this week. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna, I've, I've got my thumbnail made up for it. I'm going to record that video in the next day or two. So uh, keep an eye out for that. That's uh, the Dead Broke Nerd on YouTube. Um, you know, shouldn't be too hard to find. We're a small community, but it's it's fun. Not streaming right now. Um, and as such, I also want to say... And this is this is not just because Abel is on as a guest, although I think when I first started working with Mark and Mark's like, oh, who do you think we should get as a guest? I was like, Abel, 100%. Um, and there's several reasons why. Abel is just a genuinely nice and caring individual, and I think that comes through really, really well in his channel, and it's something that uh, I – that Abel is my choice to watch on my lunch break uh when i'm at work uh because i can't think of a uh, stream that i'm gonna always have fun in like i do in abel's even if i can't chime in um and so it's definitely someone abel wild you need to go and check out and follow um and abel is also the only person i sub to uh on uh on twitch these days i don't have a whole lot of expendable income uh but this is uh a and it, it, you know, as great as Abel is, I think also the community he's built is one which is really fun and supportive and a group of people that I love saying hi to and who say hi to me every time I step into the chat. Um, so it is $5 or an Amazon click, extremely well spent for just an awesome guy. I cannot recommend him enough. Yeah. BBN. All I can say is that while you were streaming and the the almost a year I got out of the Elder Scrolls Legends, I learned a lot and I definitely made some good friends here. I, I, I really appreciate you guys having me on the show. I truly do. I can't 
I can't wait to go back and 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 watch this and tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom, I was. <laughs> Mama, I was on the podcast. I'm, fa- I'm famous. <laughs> no, no, no. Two hundred and twenty people listen to that. <laughs> no, she, hey, listen. You know, every great th- every great thing starts from humble beginnings. Yeah. And you know, being here with you guys right now, I mean, if if this gets out to an, to the right people and and they decide to share this video with their friend and that friend decides to share it with that friend they're going to they're going to understand that this is a really nice place and 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 i mean i'm again i'm honored to uh to have been you know asked to be to be on the show and i truly appreciate it and if i if i can plug anything listen if you're listening to this right now share it with a friend it's 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 definitely going to a good cause these are good guys and they're doing a lot of good things and I really appreciate you. And knowing that you literally just worked how many hours and you had to come home and take care of your children and you're going to play some games and you're going to go right back to work <laughs> tomorrow again, both of you guys. I mean, I don't know how you guys do it, but like I I'm, I'm actually, it's, it's inspiring to see, to, to see people like you continue to, you know, to make content like this, that is so desperately needed. Let's be honest. It's so desperately needed, especially in, you know, the CCG universe. I mean, because it's, a, it's kind of an, it's kind of a niche market, you know, it, sure. it really is yeah. in a lot of ways. That's true. So it's, it's, it's really great. I, it's really great what you guys are doing. Thank you guys. Thank yeah. you so much for that. Well, thanks, man. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up here. We, uh, if you want to get connected with us, go ahead on over, uh, and uh, join us on Discord. If you want to get connected with me, I don't stream very often. I'm twitch.tv slash the lift. Um, but outside of this, I'm a pastor. And so my heart and my 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 desire is to support uh, any community that I'm a part of by shedding light in an otherwise dark world. We know the internet can be a relatively dark place and life can be difficult. So if you're dealing with depression, if you're dealing with anxiety, if you just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to you, someone that you can message, please reach out to me. Uh, I'm here to support you, to pray for you, and to listen to you. So if there's anything at all that I can do um, to just be there and just to be a shoulder, I just want you to know that you're cared for uh, and that you're not alone. And so um, that that's really my heart. And the main reason that I'm creating content uh, is so that I can be a light to people. That's why I'm up at uh, that's why I'm up at uh, twelve eighteen p.m. Uh, it's now a.m. Um, after working fourteen hours and not seeing my kids, um, it's and not seeing my wife and knowing that she's upstairs right now and has been upstairs trying to get my sick four month old to sleep and she's losing her freaking mind because she's been with the kids all day long. Um, it's because I I want to consistently be uh, a light in an otherwise what can be a very dark world. And um, my, my last thought, my, my closing thought for this week is um, if there's something that you can do that is the right thing, you should do it. If, if there's something, it's just simple. If there's something that you can do that you know is the right thing, you can do it. You should do it. The world is full of people who are taking the easy way out. The world is full of people um, who are, are cutting corners. Uh, the world is full of people who know the right thing and don't do it. And it's full of people who know the the wrong thing or maybe the not wrong thing, but the justified thing that isn't the best thing. And they do it. The, the better life is the life that's done and lived well. 
the life that's lived with honor, the life that's lived with integrity. And it's the harder road, but it is the better road and it's the more rewarding road. And so if you're unhappy with where you are in life right now, I just encourage you, just make the next right decision. I'm not telling you to make every right decision. I'm telling you the next opportunity that you have to make the right decision, make the next right one. Um, whatever that looks like for you in your life. That might be closing this thing down and going to sleep right now and getting more sleep tonight. That might be not eating after 6 p.m. That might be helping somebody out. That might be going out of your way to text message someone that you know is hurting and in pain. That might be reaching out for help and going to see a counselor. I don't know what that is for you, but do what you know to be the next right thing. And so, yeah, I try to give a closing thought. That's my closing thought for this week. Um, that's that's going to wrap it up for episode uh, season two, episode two of Legends Cast, a podcast about uh, the legends of Runeterra. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say goodnight, but I'll let you two go ahead and just give a quick goodnight. That's going to be yep, TVN uh, first. Uh, uh, have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. We're out of here. Uh, 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 that's all, guys, thank you so much for having me. Uh, good night. Stay good night. wild, baby. Stay wild. Good night. Good night. And uh, make sure you come back next week and, and check out the next episode. Thanks for listening to Legends Cast. This episode was made possible by listeners like you. If you want to become a supporter of the show, visit patreon.com slash legendscast or leave a rating and review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts.